Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 348, recorded October 21st, 2020, uh, 2021. On tonight's episode, we discuss the Animal Crossing New Horizon, have some hot takes. Hot takes. On the expansion pass plus a uh, pricing, plus with special guest Andros from Nintendo Pals, we chat Nintendo Switch and OLED because I'm on the show and I want to. Jesse, cue the loud, loud music. and gentlemen what is going on welcome to this dumpster fire of a podcast known as nintendo dads i'm really glad that you tuned in today downloading that we're joining you wherever you are whether if you're in your car right down right now roll down your window stick your head out and get that fresh fresh taste of air in your mouth hopefully not any bugs because i've got two big bugs that are sitting with me today as we sit through today's podcast joining me first the man on the soundboard make it sound semi-decent but usually very loud Jesse Waldak. Jesse, how are you today, sir? Uh, I don't remember what, even what you said. I already forgot what, but I don't even know. Me. It just started rambling. About bugs. I was like I don't know. connecting pieces and I don't know where I was going with it. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it, uh, it, it felt like a long week, you know, because hmm. we're, we were talking pre-show that most of our news is going to talk about Animal Crossing stuff. Could we? Because we're like, didn't that happen like two weeks ago? No, it was last Friday, after we recorded the last show. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess that's what our that's what our news is this week. Yeah, I mean, probably you're a big Nintendo fan. You've probably already listened to every other podcast's feelings on this, and are probably like, why are they talking about this? But we're going to talk right. about it. But normally, news drops Wednesday or Thursday, and we're one of yeah. the first ones on it. But yeah. If they drop news on Friday, we're the last one on it. Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. This is what it must feel like to be NVC. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's myself and it's Jesse, but I would be remiss if I did not mention our special guests in the wings. I would maybe say a junior Nintendo dad is what I would say. Flapping his way in to the hot speed, a hot seat as our guest, ladies and gentlemen, Andros from Nintendo Pals. Andros, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great tonight. Uh, I applied for Marty's job and I already am a junior level Nintendo dad. So yeah. that's, pretty, that's pretty great. We're hiring interns. Congratulations, you're hired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, actually, this is part of my evil corporate deal is I'm gonna slowly wage you away from Nintendo Pals into the Nintendo Dads Corporation and you won't even know it. And then all of a sudden, Micah, Mitch, Sandal Jesus, I don't know. He'll just have disappeared and you're with us. So here we are. <laughs> he'll have transcended. He'll have transcended. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no way. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Uh, you know, our show is on Friday, so we got the scoop early. We So I'm, I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper. You know, I've had I've had some time to digest all this news. All the, yeah. I mean, we got a lot. Got a lot. So all over the gambit. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff, and uh, we'll sit, so we'll sit, we'll sit, have some conversations about it. Probably Before we start, I wanted to throw yeah, in another little thing happened earlier today. I saw oh. a tweet. I think I, I I saw it from Make a Dance John. He said, "Without saying your age, show a game that released the year you turned 30." Mm. Uh, and he he posted like one of the Assassin's Creed games. So I don't remember which one because I don't know which one's one from the other. So, 
his age is still ambiguous to me. I know he's low forties right now. Um, I did. I, re- I responded with z- the Game Boy Advance Zero Mission box art, and I got several other replies, including two people who posted Prime Four, which isn't even out yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, That's man. solid. That's solid. One, one person put Dread, and I'm like, I I replied with SOBs. I, I I knew this was going to make me feel old, but damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Mega yeah, Dragon, uh, who's not much uh, older than my oldest, says, "Yeah, that, you were thirty when that was released." All right, let's see. I got, I got to. You know what? I will, I will tell you what mine is right now. And uh, obviously, Andrus, this doesn't include you. I'm not trying to be exclusive, but our ageism. But I'm assuming you're not thirty yet. Wow! How dare you assume? I'm correct, aren't I? I was going to say Pitfall. Ah, I like it. I like it. No, no, I, 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 I was literally going. <laughs> I was literally going to make the Metroid Prime Four joke, but apparently Twitter beat me to it. Nice. <laughs> uh, I will say, Batman Arkham City. Batman Arkham City was mine. That's not that old of a game. No, it's not. Thank you. Thank you, Andros. You are now promoted from junior intern to senior intern. You are slowly <laughs> by the end of this game, by the end of the show, you may be the CFO of our company. So you play your cards right. Uh, I am not above uh, compliments and bribery. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I digress. Let's jump into this. Oh, of course, I also want to say beforehand, Marty and Tim are out on assignment for special Nintendo Dads reporting this week is what I would say if they were doing something actually critically important for Nintendo dads. Instead, they're taking a week off, which they absolutely deserve. We're excited. Uh, I know that Marty is over in California doing uh, some great stuff for his job as a pastor. He's getting recharged, revived, and we love that part of Marty. Uh, And Tim is taking some time because work made him work. Uh, And that sucks, but that's the way that we all live, right? So, But we all wish them fantastic uh, stuff as we dive into it. So let's jump right into the news. And of course, the news is brought to us by you lovely folks over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where for little as a dollar a month, you can subscribe and support this dumpster fire that we do and get into our Discord at a dollar. We have uh, other tiers where you get pre and post show audio. Uh, you get to come on the show. And really, it helps us to fund keeping the lights on uh, and creating content for you. So we greatly appreciate it. So if you're interested for joining Nintendo Dads uh, Discord and Patreon for as little as less than a dollar or a little as a dollar a month. I should apologize for that. Head over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads. All right, let's jump into this thing. Shall we animal crossing direct? Yes. It was a thing that happened last Friday. Um, we listen, there's, I, I can run down really quickly. Some high level points that, Jesse, God love him. For those of you that don't know, back of the show, behind the curtain, he does his incredible amounts of notes. He spends hours doing this. And basically, I say, yeah, that's fine. We're not going to talk about that. And I just pull out the headlines. So I'm going to pull out some of the headlines that we're going to do and then talk about it. So first and foremost, this is a free update occurring on November 5th. And really what we're kind what's kind of being aptly called 2.0 and this in the actual firmware will will update it to 2.0 it's going to include that brewster and the rooster are, are joining Cap'n boat tours harvey's island there's gonna be the ability to, to have some group stretching with residents 
island or ordinance, which means you decide what time of the day the uh, residents are the most active. There's a new home interior option available. Storage increases from 2,400 to 5,000. There's additional items available in Tom Nooks that inquires that are recipes for DIYs, for cooking food, for deck. There's a decorating thing, nine new fences, pro camera, hairdos, reactions, Life Island 101, 12 new songs from KK, gyroids, Nooks Cranny, yada, yada, yada. There's a whole schwack load of stuff. All right. It's like literally everything. Yeah. Like 99% of what the fans were asking. Yes, exactly. They were like, hey, here you go. Just dump it all. All of it. All of it. And all of that was already a page and a half of my notes. Correct. (laughs) Now, here's the also thing that I'm going to say. I'm not a huge Animal Crossing fanboy, right? Andros, how are you on it? Oh, I'm well. I, I would not consider myself a, a huge fanboy, but I do have yeah. like 200 plus hours in this game. That's pretty good. And That's pretty I good. did just restart uh, yeah. my island okay. in preparation. Well, I, okay, restart. We're going to talk about the Switch OLED. I got yeah. a new Switch, so I got a new island. Nice. Good. Pretty like sweet deal. Yeah. So, like so I'm starting again. On purpose in or by a flub? No, no, no. I'm st- <laughs> I wanted to start again in preparation for this update. Okay. To just wanted to make sure it wasn't it. a transfer flub. Yeah. So in a, true, a few of those. in a true Nintendo dad moment, um, my previous island was semi-destroyed by my mm-hmm. by my four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> Not right. Not destroyed. It just and congratulations, stuck. you're now in charge of our community. Well yeah. done. You're really moving up this corporate chain quickly. He's got stuff. There's just stuff everywhere. I literally went to go into the shop, and he had built a fence in front of the door, so you could not get into the store. So this is the this is the state of my my current island, and I was just too stressed out to to try and clean all that up. I was like, you know what? You can have your own room, and I'll go yeah. get my own room. So we got I got my own island now over here, yeah. uh, and and you know, happy happiness, right? Right. I love that, it. That's that's you, you put the kid on his own island. Uh, yeah. that's that's parenting right there. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Now, and that's that's what I would we'd actually recommend. 100% we would. <laughs> yeah. That is that is happy happy life. So, here's what I'm going to say. If you are expecting me or Jesse to like deep dive what all these things are in a froggy chair that I don't really care about, but people right. seem to be losing their damn shit over, I it ain't going to happen here. We have got another podcast for that. It's called Bad Crossings. It's on your feed right now. The lads come back. They're they're so excited. They're going to talk about it. If you want some deep dive, you want to like you want to like wipe the Animal Crossing podcast goodness all over you and eat from that trough. That's the podcast you want to go to. Here, we're going to talk about some of the things. We're going to talk about the tacticalness of this of this. But like, don't be expecting us to tell you anything about Tom Nook and Isabel and all that stuff because I don't really get it. But I know people are excited. And that's oh. the important part. Well, it looks like I came to the wrong podcast. I'll, yeah, you're uh, like, well, see you, folks. Bye. <laughs> but, well, no, it is important, Andros, because I do want to talk about it. But I don't like if you want like deep, deep stuff. I don't know. Like, listen, people listen, are from the I audio, just want to tell you the audio how... listeners. He he shut off his camera pretending yeah. like he was leaving. Yeah. So. Oh, no, I actually left. But I, I logged back in real quick. Oh, I appreciate oh, no, it. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I actually am very excited for like a lot of this stuff. We're not going to deep dive into it, but, you know. Yeah. Some of the like small things, it's, it's just a lot of small things that equal one big thing, you know, yeah. they, they showed us the, uh, they, they teased, they're like, we're going to be doing this animal crossing direct. It's going to have Brewster. 
And then Brewster was the first like 30 seconds. Yeah. That's it. And you're like, oh boy, what are we what are we in store for here? Because this is 20 minutes. And yeah, that the Dance was- Crossing guys said that this could have been drip fed over the last 12 months and people would have been happy without knowing that this stuff was on shelf ready to go. But nope, they're just going to dump it all in one day. So here, here's what I am going to say about it. I do, and we're going to talk about the the paid DLC bit in a couple moments here. I am very much like you, Andros. Uh, I have I put a disgusting amount of animal animal hours into Animal Crossing. Um, it became like uh, it was our event during pandemic. We absolutely loved it. I have dropped off since March of this last year. Basically, I'm scared to go back to the island. I'm I. Half expect zombies to be there, whole Walking Dead scenario, which I also think would be an amazing DLC, and that I would love to see. Um, but I, this was so, this was absolutely massive and hugely substantial. Um, I was very impressed by it, actually. Uh, I think that really what they did is they listened to the fans, heard concerns about quality of life, knew their brand, and did a great job with this DLC. I, like it's massive. I showed the video to my my daughters. Uh, and they absolutely lost their mind. Absolutely lost their mind. That night, they went back to Animal Crossing, which they hadn't played like nine months almost. They're they're on the floor together. They're read that's on the big screen. They're t- co-op together. Oh, we're going to redesign this and we're going to do this. So we better start moving up this place and let's start d- digging here. Let's start cleaning here. So it did exactly what Nintendo wanted it to, which was to draw people back into the game. I'm very excited for the DLC or for the update. I think it's absolutely substantial. I would maybe kind of say the ch- the thing I do kind of question this feels, I would have loved this to come earlier than this, right? Like this feels like this, the, like a 2.0 update would have been great, right? The anniversary, right? That would have been really, I think where it was now, of course, COVID in this, but this is a very, very substantial update, uh, which is, is pretty impressive. Andros, is there any th- one thing that maybe you're the most excited about for it? My gut reaction is to say the uh, stretching, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I actually really like that. But uh, I, I am probably most excited for Harv's Island expansion, which is going mm-hmm. to open up permanent shops for Sahara, Kicks, Red Leaf, Recent Cyrus. It's even going to have Katrina. Tortimer is not dead; he's alive. He's coming back. He's going to be there. <laughs> uh, there was it? Was that in, was that in question? It was, yeah. You guys, you guys didn't see that. Everybody was like, "Oh, I guess Tortimer died." <laughs> I did not see old, that. He's an old turtle, you know. That was a, that he, was. A he thing. wasn't in New Leaf either, was he? No, he had the island in New Leaf. Did he? Didn't he okay. run? Didn't he run the party island? Maybe that I was after. So. Uh, no, I, maybe I didn't get that far in the game. I didn't. Yeah. I did, definitely didn't play New Leaf as long as I'd played New Horizons, and even that was still seventy hours at most. Listen, Red having his own shop is a big deal. You know how hard yes. it was to get artwork for your museum? Yeah. I, I, I gave up. I was like, I'm not going to be able to do it. He, and he keeps selling island. me frauds, that son of a... <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's quite... quite. You know, Tom Nook's actually a really good guy. You know, uh, Red is the villain in, in mm, Crossing, mm-hmm, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Tom Nook, he gives you that lax... The lax home loan payment... Like you don't have, there's no deadline, no interest. Boom. Yeah. I, I, from a business perspective, I don't understand his model. I'm going to be very honest with you. Listen, I think my theory, my theory here is that Tom Nook is, you know, we've had all these games where he's just made an absolute killing off of his home 
and uh, his home market programs and and his uh, chain of superstores. Mm-hmm. This is his this is his retirement. Mm-hmm. He's overly wealthy. He's just he's just throwing money at projects that aren't that, like this is for fun for him. So he just gives us a home loan. He gives us a nice house at cost, right? He's just giving it to you at cost because he is just so stuffed with bells that he doesn't even know what to do with it all. So you're saying like Tom Nook is essentially Jeff Bezos if he wasn't a super villain? Yeah, well, like a like a like a good guy, like a nice person, like like a good guy, Tom. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to say whether Jeff Bezos is a good or bad guy, but but Tom Nook is for sure a good guy. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. He's out there. I like where you like where you had that with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's great. I I love Tom Nook. I know a lot of people kind of treat him as a villain. They're like, oh, I have to, I. I owe it to the man, but you know, he's, he's the man that like started this Island basically, you know, yeah. and then just gave over the reins to Timmy, Tommy and to you. Yeah. I appreciate anyone with the severe bone for capitalism. Do you know what I'm saying? I respect the man. I think it's, I think he's, he's awesome. I think he knows what he's doing. He's got a kind of a, a, a Ron Swanson kind of demeanor to him. Um, <laughs> yes. I like everything, <laughs> everything about him. As a matter of fact, I saw Sean Abbott, wearing this amazing Tom Nook shirt recently. It's a debt collector. And I was like, I need to find who made that shirt. And I want a fat kid size of that over to my house right away. <laughs> uh, so excited to jump into a great update. Substantially massive, massive update. Uh, I know so that Mike's pulling, this is pulling you back. Yeah. Well, this is definitely pulling, the, pulling my kids back. To be honest, what I actually, you know, speaking of a dad moment, what I actually really loved after I showed them this was I just sat back and said, you guys do what you want, right? Uh, because we used to do it all together, right? But I love that they're so excited about this that I kind of just sat back and said, yeah, you guys do whatever you want. You guys build whatever you want. Tell me whatever you're excited. Like just, so getting to see them play together and create this island together, like it's, it's kind of like you can jump in and play Lego with them or you can allow them to have that moment to be to do their thing. So I'm excited for them. They're very excited um, about it. And and so I thought it was I thought it was great. So let's bundle just that component, shall we? The free update 2.0 occurring on November 5th. Two thumbs up from Nintendo dads. We're excited, right? Yay. Yeah. And the then, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. And then, and then comes the update of Enjoy. Something very weird happened. They said that is the last free update, which, which I expected. This made logical sense, right? And I have said this before. They will inevitably begin to charge us at some point. Cool. And then they went, but wait, there's just a little bit more. Did to guys, which did you guys think the presentation was over? I I did. I did too. I was like, it sorry. put up the title card, like, and I was like, yeah, I was like, twelve I this minutes, was twenty minutes. Uh, they yeah. really rounded up. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I was I like, someone was being real liberal with that, right? <laughs> To which they then transitioned to Happy Home Paradise paid DLC. Now, again, if you have followed my thought in business before on this game, not a shock that we are going to go to DLC, not a shock that it was going to be paid. Reminder, folks, this is the second biggest game on the Nintendo Switch. Sold like 35 million in less than in approximately a year. And we'll get the their, number of that in two weeks. Everybody and their dog loves it. Yeah you're going to go back to the bank and you're going to get more money. All right. 
So this was interesting. You get to you get a job as a resort developer, and carry characters with various dreams will stop by and tell you they what they want that what they'd like from their vacation. You design the interior, the exterior, the house. You get to choose seasons. Um, and you get paid with a new carrot currency called Pokey, and it can be used to use additional items which you can bring back to your home island. Um, there are new techniques that are used, such as uh, partitions and walls and pillars and counters. That's that can all be brought back to your island. And you're like, wow, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, this is. I was like, yeah. this okay. Now, for those of you that remember, this is essentially Happy Home Designer that was on the 3DS back uh, five years ago, approximately, give or take. Something this was right. a. This is a. This is pretty much what that game was built on, which is actually my daughter's first experience to animal crossing was happy home designer when nintendo of canada sent us the cartridge my kids love it and as a matter of fact to this day still play it a fair bit that's one of their favorite games so this was then this this was then announced as this is a paid dlc for 25.99 usd so let's just stop right there andros what are your thoughts on this paid dlc from uh animal crossing happy home paradise I think it's great. I, yeah, I, I I like it. Uh, I feel like that's a fair price for for what you're getting. It seems like there's a lot to it. Um, I am not super into the decorating side of Animal Crossing, but I'm very excited about the getting to make your own like buildings. You can make like a little schoolhouse, a restaurant, a hospital, and then they actually use that stuff. Uh, the the animals will be in there interacting, which is so beyond anything that we've experienced in Animal Crossing before. I've been mm-hmm. playing Animal Crossing since uh, Wild World on the DS. That was that was oh, my wow. first that was my first okay. experience with with Animal Crossing, and this sort of village creation that that you have here is something I I think I always wanted, but didn't really think was possible and and so it's it's very cool that they're they're putting that in the building techniques i mean there's some big stuff in here partitioning walls Mm -hmm. you basically get to make more rooms in your house i always was like this huge this huge room in the house like what do i do with this space i i was like kind of making walls out of furniture it didn't look good man our houses are gonna look really nice Mm -hmm. after we after this dlc comes through you're gonna see just some like really great I think people are going to replicate like actual homes that they live in. That'll be yeah. really cool. Yeah. I'm very excited to see like in a month after this thing has come out, like what are people, des- what are people's designs? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think that'll be some just incredible stuff. Jesse, yeah. I know you're not an animal crossing person. And as a matter of fact, in preparation for your OLED, if memory serves, you deleted it. Um, so does any of this draw you back in? No. Awesome. I have Appreciate no, your honesty. I have- no interest in re-downloading this game. Good. Okay. Great. So we're going to have some more Animal Crossing talking. So if you need to grab a nap, I 100% get it. Right? <laughs> I totally understand. So Wait. wait I got I got to ask Jesse, like, what uh, would pull you back in? Pokemon. They put Pokemon in. <laughs> no, I don't know if anything <laughs> would. Because, you know, you know, as I said it on the show before, the way I play games is I I. Pl- I try to play games as soon as they're new and shiny. And if, if I fall out of it for any reason, it's normally, it's really hard for me to get back in because the next new shiny thing showed up. It's a permanent condition. And, yeah. <laughs> that you fall so, out. You know, like yeah. 
So, example, I haven't touched Dread since last Saturday when I was only an hour and a half in, and uh, I haven't even touched Ace Attorney or uh, Garden Story or like two or three other games from last month that I didn't get a chance to play yet. So hmm. I've got a backlog. That's fair. Uh, Andros, are you excited for this DLC? Are you going to pick it up? Uh, yes. Yes. In a roundabout way, I'll be picking it up. Well, all right. Well, we're going to talk about that in a second, right? Yeah. My daughters are also like, hey, this looks amazing. Are we going to pick it up? Yeah, absolutely. We are, right? So this will be, be great. I'm so happy. So here's what I'm going to say. Nintendo, in regards to their Animal Crossing update, the, the free one and the DLC, two thumbs up. I think great job. I'm excited to see like what additional. Now, this is the last major free update. I'm curious, like, what could they expand more beyond this? Because it seems like, in my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, they've kind of given the Animal Crossing fans everything that they want, you know, and they've combined everything. So, like, what is missing here? My, is there something? That yeah, crafting the, is pretty much the biggest thing that isn't in the game. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to say. It, crafting in batches is, like, the one thing, the 1% of the 99, like, the 100% we could have gotten, they, they left off 1%. That's batch crafting. Okay. It's, and that it's and that could just, come. Yeah, that could come in a minor because they said last free major update. So yeah. I mean, they were very careful with their phrasing. Are do you think we'll get more paid DLC? I don't know what else they could do. Well, and that that's my question, right? Like, I like, are we going to get another paid DLC? And what could be in there is really what I'm asking. I don't. I don't know. I, Unless I almost uh, feel like it's it's it, we're talking Nintendo here, you know that. I, I had a conversation on a Discord somewhere talking talking about uh, continuous development in games, and Nintendo just doesn't do that. They they don't do that. They they're not Fortnite. They're not uh, League of Legends. They're not like you know name name a, a ton of popular games right now. They're all being yeah. continuously added to, and they are never going to die. Well, they're essentially planning to live super super long term. Uh, Nintendo just doesn't do that. They, they haven't done that. If they did, Animal Crossing makes sense. Yeah, Animal Crossing is the best example. I think Animal Crossing, Mario Kart, or Smash would Splatoon? be... Splatoon? Was maybe Splatoon, yeah, would be like the optimals to do it. But I very much agree. Like, there was, if there was ever ever a, an evergreen game, Animal Crossing is it. And I think especially for the attachment rate that they have, it, it logically would make sense, right? Yeah. So. But it also, you know, might be in their best interest to start on the next one for the next for the next system or even do. I mean, we're getting Splatoon three on on the switch. We're getting two, two in the same series on one system. Animal Crossing has done successful. It has been successful enough to warrant that kind of treatment, I, I would yeah. say. You know, it's interestingly enough, also with Animal Crossing, there has not been any other spinoff games associate with these characters has there other than like happy home design maybe that doesn't exist we don't yeah never mind design. never mind i'll move along i actually found my amiibo festival copy when i was digging through my bookcase this earlier this week yeah that was a real mark on the franchise real bruise hey eh? i remember going into like an eb games and at one point it was like it was in the five dollar bin and you got the two amiibos and the game. And I was like, that That's still feels like I bought it. I think I paid. I was like, that still it. feels about three dollars too much, you know? <laughs> so, 
Uh, Animal Crossing Sports, please. EZZ says, um, that's a great idea. I like that a lot. So I don't know. I'd love to see like some, you know, Contra style shoot 'em up platformer with Tom Nook and Isabel. That's what I'd love to see. A beat 'em up, good beat 'em up, right? Timmy, Tommy, the Nooks taking on KK Slider, right? I think it'd be pretty good. I see a Friday Night Funkin' mod. Yeah, I like it. Slider. I like it. <laughs> so overall, happy about the Animal Crossing. And then, oh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, it turned real dark real fast. Because out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Nintendo comes in with the elbow to the fans and says, surprise, you thought this was an Animal Crossing direct? No, sir. I Let me give you our Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass news right now. And they come in hot taking, providing that they are now, you're going to be in, choosing, if you choose to purchase the individual membership that will include Sega Genesis games, N64, and the Animal Crossing paid DLC increases to $50 USD a year that was originally $20. If you're a family member, it now jumps up to $79.99, which is a $45 increase. And ladies and gentlemen, if the internet had ever lost its ever-loving mind, this was the moment that everyone threw their arms up and said, Nintendo, you have gone crazy. You have gone mad with nostalgia. I am not opening my wallet to you, sir. And then they put the console controllers online and everybody went and bought them. Uh, and that got sold out. So congratulations, hypocrites. Way to be. And then they got onto eBay and decided to sell those controllers for like $165. <laughs> That is called supply and demand marketing and capitalism, and I appreciate that. <sighs> All right. Let's calmly and logically talk about this. What are your thoughts on this NSO piece? Because the internet is ang was angry. It, it screamed. It had a little tantrum. Um, but I want to know... Andros, what are your thoughts on this increase? Is it substantial? Is it worth it? Where do you land on this? Oh, I have a hot take here, Jesse. Hot take! I am not bothered by this price. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, you are now demoted to junior Listen, janitor. I feel like this was super blown out of proportion. Uh, I know, I know sticker shock. I, th I had the sticker shock too. You can go back and watch. I, I reacted live to this and I was like, wow, $80 for a family membership plan. Um, this is still a pretty inexpensive purchase it, in the overall spectrum of things. $50 a year equates to like four something dollars a month. I mean, just go search your couch for some loose change. Uh, 
go flip some burgers for a couple hours. You'll have enough to 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 pay off this. I I you know I'm talking very. That that argument didn't go well with with Sony when they were trying to defend the price of the PS3 at launch. I'm I'm talking very. They literally said, "Get a second job if you can't afford one." I'm, I'm I'm talking very sassy here. I do understand <laughs> it, it is it is upsetting because the price increase. Uh, I mean, especially looking at the previous price. But if you recall, when the previous price was announced, because it used to be free, NSO used to, like we used to be able to play online for free, uh, and they they said, oh, okay, this is going to cost twenty dollars a year, thirty five for family plan. People were upset then as well because. Free to twenty dollars is a big is a big increase, an infinite increase from infinite times from zero. Uh, this is more than double. It's more than I was expecting, but there is more to it than I was expecting. I definitely was not upset by it. I, I looked at that and went, "All right." Like I, I think they they hit the price right at the spot where it's not too expensive. But it's not cheap. You know what I'm saying? And for me, even if the Animal Crossing DLC was not included, I know here I'm 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 a fanboy, whatever, you know, you can call me whatever you want. Uh send all your complaints to Justin Masson at uh Nintendodads.com. <laughs> but I would have paid the fifty dollars without the Animal Crossing DLC. I would have because I'm that excited for N64 online. And I think the internet is that excited for N64 online. And that is why they are upset because they want N64. Those dislikes, all those dislikes, all those thumbs downs, it's just a win for Nintendo because they're like, obviously we have something people want and they are upset that we have dangled the carrot a little too high, you know? (laughs) Uh, So... I, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I I I kind of come onto these shows hoping to gain more audience for Nintendo Pals, but I think yeah, I yeah. may just have thrown all of that in the trash bin. But let me tell you this. My co-host has a different opinion than me, and we, we've talked this through. He thinks it's a little pricey. He thinks it's a little pricey. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. That's That's my take. That's my take. And, you know, I'm sticking <clears> to those guns. First and foremost, Andros, I appreciate your honesty. I love your energy. And I also appreciate your kind of like level-headed logic about this. Um, so you have built a fan in me for life. Wow. I, that that means a lot, actually. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Appreciate it. Jesse. Hi. How do you feel about this? Okay. So when going back before we watched this, they said... N64 games, Genesis games will be part of an add-on pack to NSO. Mm-hmm. When I hear an add-on pack as opposed to a new service, that kind of puts a perspective in your head that, it, yes, it will cost more, but it won't cost as much as the original, much less more than that original. So I had 10 or $15 in my head increase over, you know, for a solo and maybe 25 the 30 more for the family. So you're looking at like a buck 50, maybe two bucks increase. Yeah. So the last guy, I wonder what I had in my head, you know, and they, and they advertised then, okay, we're going to give you these two things for an additional cost, which they didn't specify. Then they 
Friday morning comes around. They said, oh yeah, this will be part of that. And now the price is this, which is more than double. It feels to me, you know, e- even if I liked Animal Crossing, which we, we already discussed that, that I don't. But it seems to me this is kind of a bait and switch. The argument is, well, Nintendo probably already had this price in mind before Animal Crossing. And my answer, my response is, yeah, that's probably right, but none of us did. And that's the perception. So, yeah, that, I, I will agree that the presentation definitely throws Animal Crossing a little under the bus. The DLC, mm. there, you start, you look at that price and go, well, wait a second, $25 for this, for this DLC. Uh, and, and the, and that increased the price up to 50. And, and I don't know, I don't know exactly how, well, how, how much truth there is week, to that behind the scenes. Having a week to digest this. And, you know, Emily Rogers said this, and I, I kind of see and accept it that most of that money is probably going to the licensing costs for the Genesis games and third party and 64 games. And yeah, I get that. But if, if, it, if they were upfront about the pricing before the Animal Crossing announcement, would I be still upset? Yeah. Would I have understood it? Yeah. Would I have wanted to buy it? Pro- still probably not. But at least at, at that point, adding Animal Crossing for no additional cost makes it almost a, a no-brainer if you're an Animal Crossing fan. And at this point, it still is. If you're an Animal Crossing fan, especially if you're a family, that's an Animal Crossing plan, plan and everyone wants to take part of the NSL features, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, there's there's an... Yeah, so let me, let me say a couple things here as well. I was... So this is one of the reasons that when this was announced they were doing this expansion back in September, I if you guys remember, I came off the director, I was like, this is absolute trash, right? Like... I want to know what this is. And I was very much in your mindset there, Jesse. I was like, this has to be a buck 50, maybe 250 most, right? Now, full transparency, I run a family plan uh, and it, and it's Canadian dollars. So it is a lot more. So family plan in Canada is $45 Canadian. All right. And I have myself and I think two other families or three other families under it. And again, you can have eight more individuals. Um, but I'm like, sure, look, at I'll pay 45 bucks, whatever. For $45 a year, I'm okay with, I get my, my my Super Nintendo games, I get my Nintendo games, I get my get to play online, I get the cloud backup, like I get all these, I'm like, minimally, that's $3 a month or, th- or you know, $3.75 a month. We're, you know, we're fine. We're 10 cents a day. We're fine, right? I'm okay with that. This one, this one felt a little bit harsh. This transition is like a hundred dollars now. It's now it's I think it's ninety nine ninety nine a year yeah. Canadian. So uh, this one did feel harsh. I was thinking in my head before the Animal Crossing stuff. I thought twenty bucks. I'm probably okay with that, right? Uh, you know, because again, I'm paying for a bunch of other people. I'm okay with that. But I do think you're right. The bait and switch with the Animal Crossing was really kind of tricky. Because in because I think they're, they're, they have to have some data, some Venn diagram somewhere of massive amount of Animal Crossing fans, low levels of Nintendo Switch subscription, or sorry, Nintendo NSO subscription. So they said, 
we're going to put bake this in. So if, if you're a person who is an Animal Crossing fan and maybe you're jumping into Nintendo Switch Online, this is a high value proposition. But oh, you're very sure. much you're very much right. If you are either I like I like I only want N64 Genesis stuff or I only want Animal Crossing, right? This is not a great deal. The Venn diagram has to overlap where Animal Crossing N64 and Sega are your bread and butter and the things you love the most. Well, and I don't know if there's that huge overlap to understand it. And the thing I'm I'm disappointed in, and, and I do understand why they ended up doing this, right? Because it's always the value add, right? Well, for a five for two dollars more, you can have a bigger size French fries, right? Like just upsize, 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 right? I get that. But I would have loved for them to say, here's kind of tears. Right? Are you a, are you a retro gamer tier? Boom! Here you go. Here is all of these, and it comes it comes to I don't know. What am I looking at here? Uh, Forty dollars uh, a year as opposed to fifty. Are you a retro gamer plus you have an Animal Crossing love? Boom! Fifty dollars. Do you know what I mean? Like they could have tiered it a little bit different to allow the consumer more control. Now the reality is, by allowing the consumer more control, probably economically doesn't get them more money, right? Because you're yep. kind of like you're going to pull the like. Listen, my kids are getting the DLC. I know that. So is that already just making me force my hand to say that I that I'm getting it? Do you know what I mean? I'm biting the bullet. I'm paying the extra twenty bucks because beforehand I wasn't whining if I was going to pay twenty bucks a year for all these services. There you go. So I'm probably the Venn diagram that overlaps in regards to that. Um, here's the other part I want to say. Y'all were mad. Y'all were mad. You were like, where am I? Where are my third parties? Where are my games for, for SNES and for, for, and for Nintendo online? Where are all these games are third party that I want? Well, guess what? Microsoft ain't giving out Banjo-Kazooie for free. All right. <laughs> Wasn't like Nintendo walked over to Phil Spencer's like, hey, can we have Banjo? And he's like, hey. I like you. Here you go. It's not going to cost anything. These things cost money. Licenses cost money. So you whine and complain because you're not getting the third-party games that you want. And yet when they show up, you're like, that's too much money. You got to pay to play. All right? This is how it works. It's going to get more expensive. IPs cost money. So here's another note twist that I realized I did uh, got was talking with our friend Gary Gray, and he said... He's nobody's oh, friend, Gary Gray. <laughs> <laughs> he his, he mentioned that, you know, the price in pounds is not as high. And my initial thought was, well, this is probably the similar as the the currency, the, the, the price correction, similar to, you know, the Switch getting a 30-pound decrease last month or whatever that ended up being. Mm-hmm. So I, I crunched the similar numbers. Yeah, I, I, I took their price, shaved off the, the 20% for VAT, converted that to US dollars and compared it with our price. And yeah, there are still legitimately 15% cheaper in both the single and the family plans. I wonder if it's because in general their consoles cost more. Well, well after that console price decrease and I did mm-hmm. all that all the calculus, it lined up. It was around $300. The other reason it might be costing less is a couple things, right? Great way to, great way to incentivize people to buy something is make it cheaper. 
right? So if you're having low sales, or maybe you're noticing from your data that in the European regions, not as many people subscribe to Nintendo Switch Online, you may not have that rich nostalgia or explain the value proposition there enough that you need to reduce the cost to make it a no-brainer. Well, I was going to say, yeah, the N64 may not have been as popular in Europe, but Mega Drive certainly was. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) there's that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there's, I think there's a lot of uh, justification I can I can give for why this why this price is good. I've I've talked I've I mean I've been very much a vocal sympathetic to this uh, to this particular issue online. Um, you know the Animal Crossing DLC. I, I think if you are getting the Animal Crossing DLC, this is a bargain. I, I get yeah. any way you spin it. Even if you aren't super into the N64 and Sega Genesis games, you get all the online services because you still want those potentially to play with friends online, Animal Crossing. So you could get the DLC and pay the 20 bucks a year, or you can just get the pack for 50. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's just a little bit more to add a bunch of stuff. And then we've had this in chat here, uh, but you know, you guys got, the retro logic crew as part of the nintendo dad's family podcast games are expensive to get to acquire especially in 64 games a lot of these games are so expensive and you are not going to have another way to play unless you fire up your wii u or your wii and you get onto the virtual console and can i just remind you guys that the virtual console those games were like five to 15 bucks a pop yeah you're getting this whole bundle for yeah, the again 64 games were eight dollars yeah ten dollars they were ten like, dollars Super it's, Nintendo it's really people what people are asking for and what they really want is this kind of pick and choose uh buffet system from yeah. from from the switch online and I am right there with you because I would love that. That would be that would be awesome if that was the case. But I think it would be more expensive for stop based off of what we've seen with Virtual Console. And and I totally lost my train of thought here. I don't remember what else was uh, what I so, was going to say. That's okay. That's, well, that, it, that was it. it leads really well to my. Well, that's good though. I like first again, love the level headedness. Like it's like like it is a. Sometimes we have to park park our, our fanboy at the door. I agree that I feel that it's a little bit high. Just yeah, yeah. I can, I, I agree to that point. I, I do think yeah. that it is high, but I think we just had really good deals previously. Yeah, I would. That's, that's really. Would've, I would have loved them to be. I would have loved them to say something like, "Hey, you know, your Animal Crossing DLC is twenty five dollars. Got it. Cool, cool, cool. Totally get that. If you pay an extra five dollars, you get that and the Nintendo sixty four and the Sega. And you're like, oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 so that it feels pretty much in step very closely to it. Yes. Um, here's the point I was going to make. I, my train. I was really back. just, I was really just trying to burn time for your train to return. Yeah. The no subscription service does this. None. I, I mean, like, there's probably some out there, but the big subscription services do not have a pick and choose what yeah. games and what things you get system. You get all or nothing, uh, depending on the tier you, you pick. Yeah. And so why would Nintendo come in and not, why would they do something different? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it would appease the uh, the fans 
that are upset online. Now, if you look at like the video announcement for this, it has like 80,000 dislikes. Yeah. Uh, but how many switches are out there? You know what I'm saying? That's a drop mm-hmm. in the bucket. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's that it, it, it's, it's a lot of people. It's a sizable amount. And I understand, I, I really hope people don't think that I'm like, I'm out here to just get you guys, you 80,000 people, yeah. fake fans. No, 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 no. I agree. The price is, is it, it's the sticker shock is high, but I also think there's value there. And I think yeah. that Nintendo knows that. And I would encourage a couple things. So, so here's a couple things I would say. If there is any company in the video game industry that knows how to squeeze and nickel and dime you for your nostalgia, you're damn right. It's Nintendo, right? They're the same company that has made you buy Mario or Super Mario 2 on all of their eShops and never carry that over to the other console ever, and even, right? And even so GBA cards I, for 30 bucks. Exactly. Y'all, you all know what I'm talking about. You have these like four or five games that you bought every single time it's available to you. I have got a Super Nintendo Mini sitting back there because it was, I had to have it because it's nostalgia. There is a company that knows how to do it. They sell you a controller for in Canada, ironically enough, for $64.99 and it's an N64 <laughs> controller, right? They know they have got you by the They know how to do that, right? I will also remind you they are a business, right? And it works. And so if you don't like this, and I'm going to say this, if you don't like this model, you don't need to buy it, right? Right. The the previous tier, the $20 a year is still there. Still exists. You don't even have to to give up like the base NSO features for like, it's not like we're being forced to move to the 50. Correct. And that's where I wanted to move to next on this question was, what happens if you have an existing subscription and you want to upgrade to the new one? They did say that they'll it'll be a whatever the the addition is. So thirty dollars if solo, forty five dollars if family. They will take whatever percentage of a year exists left in your plan, and you pay that much. So if you only have six months left in your plan, then it'll cost ten dollars yeah. or twenty seven fifty. If my math yeah. is right, it's not, but a Close enough, Cal. Seventeen fifty. I don't know. Anyway, so that brings me to my problem, in that I, on a sale, I prepaid for our, it was like three years at the time. It was two years left. Wow. Yeah, we did the same thing. Yeah. So does that mean on a family membership, they're going to tell me that I own that if I want to upgrade, they they want ninety dollars out of me right away, aren't they? I don't think so. Because they're right? not because. It the, the, it would only it would only be until your next cycle time that that because it's it only be your cycle time till the next one comes up, right? So your next no, subscription but, afterwards is due in twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, no, so September of twenty twenty three. I'm two years ahead. Oh right. I don't know, but I'm excited to find out what what that does we'll look find like for out you on Monday. The, yeah, exactly. It'll be exciting well, which stuff we for haven't you. mentioned this. This goes live on Monday. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you, Jesse. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah and the one. Animal Crossing DLC is November 5th for, for those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dates. We'll just give them all right here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. You know, the other part I think that they could have really done here um, would have been, because the other question is, so is there another expansion expansion pass? Right? Is, is that where we're getting Game Boy and Game Boy Advance? I would have kind of loved for them to show 
two additional or three additional virtual things. Maybe even says Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and just says like coming soon. Yeah. If you had said that, okay, got it. Got it. I see where you're going with this. I understand, right? Because the other part, the other trick part of this that, that's challenging is, and someone said in our chat, and I, I've closed my chat and I apologize, is this first purchase, it incentivizes you because of the fact that you're getting Animal Crossing. But next year, you already have Animal Crossing, right? So you're not resubscribing to Animal Crossing. You're resubscribing. So the the value, the, the most value it is, is right now when you purchase it, like on the date it's released. Because you are getting, that is the highest amount of value you get at that time. Does that make sense? Because your value decreases the closer you get to your next subscription time because you are, you've already paid for that one thing up front. Sure. Your yeah. next time you subscribe, you're paying, you're only really paying for N64 and Genesis. But even if you pay for a year for the DLC and then you stop paying it, you still lose access to the DLC because you no longer are a subscriber and you didn't buy it. Now you, you lose... Have- portions of it apparently game well, explained in the video yeah, about it yeah you lose the ability to travel to the archipelago yeah yep. any skills you've already learned you keep right. so you can yep. still do the, whatever you want to do within your island you just can't go back to the archipelago to do more jobs i just don't to learn more skills etc I, I just don't think that the majority of the audience is going to be playing after a year anyway yeah that could be I mean, look at what we look at. We all had Animal Crossing, right? And we were all part of the hype train that was, or even Jesse, even though he didn't like it, <laughs> bought it and well, played Well, I liked some. it when I played it. It's just right. when, when I stopped playing it, I'm done. I'm not, I we, knew I wasn't so, going to get back to it. So finishing, we finished it up. And that I, I feel like I fell off the train within a year. And so for me, this DLC doesn't need to stretch the whole lifespan of the switch i i don't i don't think it does for the for the hardcore animal crossing fans and for the content creators that are based on animal crossing okay so there's a lot of them i mean there's a resurgence right now out on twitch like a ton of streamers yeah uh streaming that i they're gonna they're gonna keep they're gonna keep at it and so it might make more sense to just buy up front but yeah, yeah I, I, there was a point made in chat by uh, Third Strongest Mole says, if you have to assume other content will be there for it to be a good deal, it's probably not a good deal. The value proposition might for you be has in the to future. be, yeah. yes, the value yeah. proposition has to be what's here now. And for me personally, I think that this is a good price for what we are getting. Uh, and that's, 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 that's me, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. The thing is, I fall in the Venn diagram. I want the N64. I honestly, being completely transparent, I probably would have passed on this DLC. I probably would have mm. passed on this DLC because I'm not into the interior design decorating side of Animal Crossing. Not not so much. I'm not good at it, so I, I just haven't really done much with it. But now I'm getting it. Might as well, because for me, I'm there for the N64. Uh, and be able to play that online and not everybody is into that just what you were talking about like not you know the venn diagrams cover different things but what there is nothing there is no ip there is no product that nintendo owns or has that appeals to 90 million switch users everyone it's unless it's completely free and it's wii sports right like Mm -hmm. that that's that's it there's nothing else that they could have done 
to sweeten the deal, that would have made everybody happy. Yeah. There, there's there's nothing else they could have done to to make like you say. Oh well, the value would be there if the Game Boy if they put Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. I guarantee there'd still be people complaining. There. Yeah. I see people in the chat right now that are like N64, not for me. I'm out. Same thing will happen for every virtual console. Same thing will happen for every game's DLC. Every game. This is the second most popular game on the Nintendo Switch. This is the best game to do this with besides Mario Kart. That, like, if you let that sink in and just realize there's, a, there's nothing they could do to make it best for everybody, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't really see the need to, you know, throw a big tantrum about it. Yeah. Not everybody's doing that. Everybody, you know, people are giving, I, I feel like I have to come in and backpedal here. People are giving some good valid points and good valid disagreements, yep. but there are tantrums and I don't think those are warranted ever. <laughs> and I, and so, so I will, I will say, I will say this, don't make people feel bad if they're getting it and, uh, and don't feel bad if you are getting it, do what is best for you economically, do what best you enjoy and don't be ashamed or, or on your opinion, either which way. Right. Yeah. So that's what I would that's say. The way, that's the way so, to go. I've, I feel like I need to like drink some milk for all this spice I've been throwing on this show. It's, it's, I was it's like, good. I was like avoiding this topic so much on Nintendo Pals because, you know, I try to be I try to be like super extra uber positive in yeah. all my interaction online. And I feel like I'm still being kind of positive with this yeah. delivery. If, yeah. if you felt like I was negative again, uh, Justin Send Masson an email, at, Justin Masson at nintendodads.com. Yeah. Um, we'll listen, I've, I've, st- I've stopped caring, right? If you want to get mad at me, yeah, I go, you're, you're young to the internet podcasting world, Andros. Uh, we've been, I've been around enough that you can just yell at me on the internet. And I'm fine. Right. The, the thing so, is, the <laughs> thing is like, I, I don't feel like there needs to be a big negative response to this. I really appreciate everybody that's gone. This is not for me. They've, they've just said it's not for me. Yep. And I'm not going to get it. And that's just, yep. that's, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. It is for me. I'm getting it. That's, that, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I, I did, I did, I did have a laugh though, when literally internet gets upset, gets angry. And then two days later, Nintendo's like, our controllers are now available for pre-sale. And they sell out. Gone. And you're like, well, got it. I see how that worked. So funny you bring that up again. So here's, here's what my current plan is, is I, I'm not going to get the expansion pack. Especially if they want me to pay ninety dollars, but <laughs> um, but I did still order the controllers because I'm a collection of weird Nintendo things, and I, I I have two Super Nintendo controllers still in box, so having four more controllers still in box next to them will look out of my bookcase. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're actually hearing is that when they arrive, look for uh, an eBay title of Jesse Waldack. Just <laughs> no, search I, eBay no, Jesse uh, Waldack. Uh, 175 bucks for an I, N64 I you controller. I will not eBay those. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Here's the crazy part. I literally, it, I had this, like, I was caught in the Nintendo loop. I saw it come up. I literally went, I was like, oh, went to checkout, put it in the cart, right? I went all the way to, like, hit the checkout button. And then I was like, it costs an extra $8.99 to mail it to me? And then, and, and somehow, we draw the line. Somehow that slowed me down. I was like, $75 for this controller. 
Yeah, I, I just paid two hundred dollars for four controllers, so I have no problem paying the seven dollars shipping. Yeah, I, considering it, I, I also paid seven dollars shipping for the free posters from Metro. Here's here's the reality of it, though: is it actually made me stop and think. And I don't know about either of you. How often do I actually play the NSO games that are currently being offered? And I was like, I really don't. Right, and so that kind of made me hold hold court there and think. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we have spent a lot of time in this. Hopefully you have found this conversation interesting, riveting. You may have yelled at both of us or all of us in your car at different times. You may be completely thinking that we're on different planets and that we're crazy and mad. I appreciate discourse and I appreciate conversation. And so Andros is like, it's a great value for him. I think from a business perspective, it's a very interesting deal. I think they're probably smart in how they did it, but I also don't know if it's as consumer friendly as I'd like it to be. And Jesse, doesn't really give a damn but he'll purchase controllers anyways and that's really the summary of this uh this whole thing we're all over the board on the crazy spectrum yeah for well this let's topic. let's let's move off from this and talk about a couple more things a couple things that i want to highlight just to make sure people are aware of and then andros you and i are going to have a bit of a chat about the oled and dread but speaking of dread previously reported game breaking bug in metroid dread has been patched with the 1.01 update did the patch already come out live? Yes. Oh, I didn't know it was out already. Okay. Yeah, that went oh, out cool. either late yesterday or early this morning. Oh, okay. Got it. I just haven't updated yet. So that's good. Um, so that's great. It's funny that there's a bug in Metroid Dread. We'll just leave it at that. It's funny there's a bug. A virus. An virus, X-Virus. right? It's an X virus. Exactly it. Uh, a couple other updates that I'm excited about. Life is Strange True Colors is confirmed to be coming to the Nintendo Switch. Of course, it was supposed to be coming in September, got delayed. It now has a release window <laughs> of early December, but it is only digital at this point. Um, so I don't I don't know if we're going to get information that it will be on cartridge, and I don't exactly know if the paid or the DLC uh, is going to be included as well with it, but early December, I'm excited to jump in. They had some great, beautiful screenshots. I'm super excited about Life is Strange, so I'm going to jump in as well. Andros, are you excited about Life is Strange? Uh, was this not a cloud version? No, they are not no. doing cloud versions for Life oh, is Strange. Oh, I did what? not realize that. Yeah, yeah. This is the new one, True Colors. Yeah, that's why we're all shocked. I think probably what you're thinking is that the cloud version of Guardians of the Galaxy comes out next week. Okay. And you can look for more coverage of that game on the Nintendo Dads the day it drops. Ooh, ooh, tease. That's uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's Tuesday. I have not played any Life is Strange. Neither have I, but John My, my life our... is strange. My life is strange. I, I there you go. It, you know? I love my, all that. My, neither have I. My daughter said that she liked the first game and told me I should play it. And I downloaded it on my iPad and it never got played. So... I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I think I want to try them. It seems so, like a you kind of game, Jesse. So the question is, is I, I know that there is connectivity between Two Colors and the original game. I don't remember what that connectivity yep. is. It, should I play Two Colors first or should so I So this was, this was a great question. Because if you remember also, n- next year they're releasing the remastered full version for the Nintendo Switch. So I asked John, I was like, John, do I, should I wait? Right. And the response is no, you can actually play them completely standalone. There's no real connective tissue that needs to be there. And again, I think if John, maybe you're in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding of it is that no, you can completely play them separately. It's 100% okay. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. the connecting, the connective tissue was more of an Easter egg as opposed to a plot. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. yeah just, it wasn't just like, like 
previously on Life is Strange. Just like, yeah. like <laughs> Persona 4 brings back a character from Persona 3, but if you never played Persona 3, you'd never know it. The game plays yeah. just fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, one last news item here, um, and then uh, Andros, you and I have a chat. Uh, the Pokemon Company released a few trailers for Pokemon Legends Arceus this week. Now, the first one had a really spooky vibe to it with broken footage where there could be very little could be seen. And then the second one was actually the same video without the broken footage. So everything could be seen and heard. And apparently, Hazarian, Hazarian forms of Zuzuian. Oh, my God. Why don't you just read this line? These aren't even real words. These are literally <laughs> letters that people slap together. I don't understand Pokemon. The monkey hit the keyboard. Oh. Hisuian forms of Zoroa and Zoroark are shown in the video. So is that a big deal? Is that exciting for people? It, it is a big so. deal. Zoroa and Zoroark are, are really popular, and okay. this is, they are not from this generation. The Gen oh. Five. Yes. So, so they're they're because I mean it's they were a little, new, it's they were introduced in black and white games. Yeah, it's been a little foggy on where this takes place because they all they they've said that uh, the Hisui region is a pre-Sinnoh, like a, a right. primitive Sinnoh. But then, since that initial like trailer where they said it's it's a primitive Sinnoh, they have not mentioned that since. <laughs> and they've all they've like they gave it a new name uh, with with the new region, and they have these new forms that didn't exist there. It's it's very strange. So I don't know. I don't they know. Still Maybe so they yet they still reference things that are current in Galar. So I'm confused about when and where this is really set. It's on a different timeline. You know, Pokemon Pokemon went off the deep end in Sun and Moon with like portals to other dimensions and alternate timelines well, bef- between before that. Yeah, like oh yeah, like, yeah, with the with the ruby the whole, sapphire the, and the, yeah, the whole mega evolutions. Yeah, oh. you know, there's just pretty much the games. I think the. The games that have a mega evolution is a separate timeline than that those that don't. Right. Pokemon had the multiverse before Loki made it cool, you know. Right. Like they're they're just they're just running around. Yeah. So it's, this is it is it is odd, guys. I like when I saw the the first trailer. I was like, "Is this Pokemon?" It was so creepy. It was so creepy. Yeah, and if it didn't show a little bit of a few snow runt running around early on before the the footage got really broken. You could have told me this isn't Pokemon, and I would have believed you. It was weird. Third strongest mole says Lokimon. Lokimon. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I I thought it was I thought it was super weird. And then when they released the full trailer, I mean, it it's it's cool. It's cool. I I like Zora and Zoroark. I think they're cool Pokemon. Yeah, I, yeah. I never actually played the Gen Five games, so I don't have the history. But I do know people like them. Yeah, they're they're cool, and they're they're white. You know, these are generally black Pokemon with colorings. Their Hisunian forms are white Pokemon with colorings. Yeah. So this definitely gives it an inverted look. Yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, they this was cool marketing. I I can say that from like a like a completely business Justin perspective, like. What an interesting marketing move to show this like broken footage that looked like Blair Witch Project. And then, hey, it's Pokemon. <laughs> it's like, it was so weird. I, I would like the Pokemon to take a dark turn. It right? it, it got a ton of views. Like, you look at the trailer's uh, view count. It's like 
crazy high hmm. for a Pokemon trailer just because it was a big mystery, you know? They're getting, cool. they're getting everybody, you know, those the true crime. Everybody's into that. This is now a Nintendo true crime yeah. podcast. <laughs> that's, how we're gonna get, that's how we're gonna get the views up. <laughs> right? That's exactly it. I would love I'd love that, right? That'd be fantastic. What really happened to Marty and Tim? Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we're gonna find out today. Right. Uh story in three acts, uh podcast that went south. Uh, act one, Marty and Tim, what happened? It was a cold night. <laughs> that was my NPR voice, by the way. It's a little bit of very nasal. Is that what that was? I was yeah. wondering what that uh, was. 3X, a uh, story about uh, love, loss, and uh, a podcast. Join us tonight, NPR. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, Andrew Ross, let's talk. Let's talk about the Nintendo Switch OLED. Oh, let's all do right. It. Let's do it. Uh, do you got a bumper for this? You got something, something sexy, something cool? Me? No, no, I'm talking to you. OLED. This guy. See this guy. This guy. Why? He's hired. He is hired. What color did you get? You boob. Oh, I got the, oh, yeah. I got the, the white. white. The white. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. There the you go. Black and white uh, is just so classy. You know? Oh, my God. Is it ever right? So let's talk a little bit about it. Uh, Andros, what are your kind of first impressions? Or, or, or you know, you always had about two weeks now. What are your kind of thoughts on the device? Yeah, two weeks in. So. There, there were a lot of people, I don't, man, where do I start? There, there were a lot of people that were like, I play mostly docked. I was one of those people. I played mostly docked uh, for, for my Switch experience. But since getting this, I play a lot more handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh, the screen is significantly better, like significantly, significantly better. And, and I, I really dig it for, for that reason. So I've been playing... A, a, mi- a good mix of both in the two weeks that I've had it. Uh, I kept my old Switch, so it's it's kind of nice to have one. The kids can play on the TV, and I can play mine uh, in handheld. Uh, yeah, it's Metroid Dread looks fantastic on it. I just say mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. I'm blown away with every new area I find in that game. I haven't beat it yet, so I'm I'm, I'm excited to to finish that up. I'm getting close to the end, but the lighting that just just the OLED just looks really good. It looks really yeah. good. Yeah, I I 100% agree with you. One of the uh, yeah, the, the screen, the coloring. I am I'm a primary dock person. Uh usually handheld maybe when I'm traveling, right? Um a little bit of maybe on the couch, but for the most part I'd say basically docked. Right? It stays here. Um my first impressions are I'm going to say this about it. It feels like a premium product. Right? Yes. It feels like they looked at what they what happened with the original. And if you go back and hold like an OG switch, now my OG was like the launch day switch, right? Like it feels, it feels kind of Fisher pricey. Um, and, and this feels like there's, there's a weight to it. Um, I was talking, you know, Tim mentioned it before, like the cooling. I don't know about you. Like my, mine is cold. Like the back yeah. of mine is cold yeah. to touch right here is. And I don't understand why, but it is. It doesn't feel the the heat does not it does not retain the heat. The power button, I know it's I know it sounds crazy. The power button feels like it's it's better placed. I had difficulty actually opening up the game cartridge slot to put a yeah. game in. And I yeah, still I do. Yeah. Like I have dread in there. I, I can't even found where it is yet because I never had I, cartridges. I cannot open this thing. <laughs> like I would literally when I got it, I actually thought I had to get a butter knife to open it. And I was like, that feels like it's a bad idea. That feels like it's just going to ask for a slip. Um, 
I am absolutely, absolutely loving it. The screen is is absolutely adorable. The kickstand's so fantastic, right? Um, yeah. I, I like, I'm so, I'll admit here, I'm so conditioned to a bad kickstand, I forget it's there. Yeah, really? Also, you know what I'm Notice saying? The, like, I forget yeah. to use it. And there's like a little, small little rubber feet in the bottom. So when mm-hmm. it's in kickstand mode, it props up better, where that yeah. those feet weren't there in the original. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yep. Oh yeah. Like it just it just feels now you'll like, never unnotice it. Yeah, now you'll never be able to not unsee it. Like the I mean the colors just absolutely pop. Um I am keeping it like very like I didn't do a transfer over of all my games, just transferred over like a couple of them. Uh I literally on my Switch only have four or sorry, seven games right now. Um, trying to manage my fridge and then transfer things over that I want. Um, it's, it is such a fantastic device. Um, now I know that for some people it's, you know, they didn't want it. And that's again, going back to our NSO conversation, you don't have to, if you don't want to, right. Right. For an individual like me who was rocking the same switch for almost five years and it was getting, turning it on, it was sounding like it was going to launch. Um, I'm really happy with the upgrade. I, I think it's a great product. It was what says your Xbox fridge. <laughs> it's exactly it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else, Andros, from your opinion in regards to it? Um, I think the trade-in deal that GameStop did for for this thing was a ridiculously good. Mm. I, I think I think a lot of people got the OLED on an upgrade. Uh, yeah, it's you could essentially upgrade if you if you had like the the top tier purchase uh of your old switch you could upgrade for like 80 90 dollars us dollars yeah gift yeah. yeah. up normally like... doesn't give you additional cash or trading value for pro memberships on consoles but they did here with a special deal i have no idea what they're going to do with all of these they must have bought like millions of them well one dollar upgrade is still a million dollar profit I guess I guess you're right. Like they sell it for for a buck for a buck off. <laughs> yeah, because because they were yeah. se- they bought it at such at such a good price that it's like how much profit can you make off of that being a used a used switch? It's but, profit by yeah, volume, not by units. <laughs> my final thoughts are are I'm glad I purchased it. I, I think it I think it was a, a worthwhile upgrade. I was using a version one switch, uh, so. I have the now have the better battery. Um, I think overall, I, I I recommend it, but I also say that with a you don't have to. You know, it's yeah. it's it's like. I mean, I don't, I'm not an iPhone user, but you know, they always release like three of the same iPhone. You know, and you can get the slightly better one. It's 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 like that. Yeah. I'd say more than a brand new system, but I. My first impressions of the screen are like this looks like a, a the Switch Two. Like the screen yeah. is that bet much better on yeah. on the system. So yeah, I just have hope you the real Switch Two will continue to use OLED and that rollback. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. also that that dock is sexy. That white hot. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know about you. I have not taken these Joy Cons Joy Cons off. I'm like, Mm-mm. I ain't putting all these old, dirty, weird, sticky Joy Cons on this thing. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> These are these are the white ones. Don't move. Don't touch yeah. 
my my son says my Xbox looks out of place because I have the white Switch dock next to my white PS5 next to the black Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to talk about Metroid Dread in a couple moments when we get into what we've been playing. But why don't we move on to an ad from our sponsors? Ladies and gentlemen, of course, today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. And attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do you have a pube problem? Because if so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you to take off with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like they're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join over the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going over to manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping with the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S. That's 20% off and free shipping. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're over on the site, I highly encourage you, if you're if you're wondering where you should start, I've gone to the website, Justin. I, I You've told me about the promo code. I've heard about it. I'm interested in the product. Can I recommend that you actually start off with the performance package 4.0? Because in there, there is a ton of kind of starter packs, right? You've got the lawnmower 4.0 in there. You've got the weed whacker. You've got the revitalizer spray. You've got the deodorant. They're going to throw in uh, the tool shed bag. You've got a pair of boxers. It is a heck of, they've got this mat where you can shave so that you're not clogging up the drain. It is a tremendous, tremendous deal. And ladies and gentlemen, there are new products on the horizon for Manscaped. We're going to tell you more about that in the coming weeks, but let me tell you, they've got some great stuff that I think you're absolutely going to love. And of course, as you're looking over the, over the, month over into November, into December, you're thinking holiday season. You're thinking about giving the gift uh, that gives. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, Manscaped has got you prepped, right? What about giving your father-in-law, right? Your dad, uh, a package from Manscaped and say, hey, dad, treat yourself and mom right. You know what I'm saying? Use this package from Manscaped, do some body grooming. You know, it's good. You know, it's good for you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, head over to manscaped.com, code N-I-N-D-A-D-S for 20% off. Big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support. Jesse. Okay, let's talk about some more stuff, right? Pika, 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 you. I hate you all. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, uh, not a lot of Pokemon Go news this week. Uh, today they announced that November Poke Community Day will be on November 21st. They didn't... State what the featured Pokemon will be, other than dropping a hint that it'll be an electric type from Sinnoh. So I did a little digging and found that there is only really four options that fit that. Uh, Luxio, Shinx, which are pretty common in uh, normally with hatching eggs and some low level raids. Rotom, which was available in a, in a special event later. And the one I, th- I hope it is, is Pachirichu. Pachirisu. Because that Pokemon current, you're welcome. <laughs> it, that Pokemon is currently only available in northern regions of Canada, Alaska, and Russia. So uh, that is one I don't yet have. And so if they have a community, did you do you want that, do you I'm want me to it. go to the northern regions of Canada to find this for you? Well, the problem is you can't because I won't because it's Pokemon, right. you son of a. Well, even if you did, you can't trade long distances. 
No, but I would keep it in my phone on my account for you. So that when I see you next in Kansas, <laughs> you would trade me barbecue sauce and I would give you a Pokemon. That's fair. That does seem fair. So I'm, I'm hoping that's the featured Pokemon. And then December community, community days will be the weekend of the 18th and 19th. No hints here, but previous years, December community days have that brought back community today Pokemon from the previous months of the year. So I'm kind of expecting that to happen again. Nice. Fair enough. Cool. And is that it for our, uh, thank you, uh, Andros, for those of you that are all listening to the show and not watching Andros went and grabbed a Pikachu hat and put it on. And uh, that's some good stuff. That's some great. And now Jesse is wearing a, a sad, sad Pokemon. It looks like a garbage, looks like a garbage bag. Mimikyu. A a Mimikyu. See, I know my Pokebands. No, I know them Pokemons. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in you. So I know demoted, demoted from demoted junior, from junior. Yeah, you were you were at you. I think the show you went from junior to senior to janitor to CFO, and now you're you might be back to might, Nintendo pals for me. <laughs> right there, you go. <laughs> oh, safety net fallback plans. Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into what we've been playing. <laughs> Andros, you and I have both been playing Metroid Dread. And interestingly enough, I actually think you and I are actually near the exact same spot because I saw a clip uh, on Twitter, which makes me think that you and I are very close to the same spot. Uh, so let's talk about without being spo- with, but with being spoiler free, how are you enjoying your Metroid Dread experience? Um, and maybe if you want to give us maybe an indicator, uh, how many Emmys uh, have you the oft oft yeah killed yeah ah uh, that's a good that that emmy question is a good one so let me let me preface this by saying that i am not a metroid guy i i would not consider myself a metroid guy until now i am whoa, all whoa, in whoa. on the metroid i'm loving this game i am uh, like this game's fantastic it's fantastic mm-hmm. it's great I stink at it. I am very bad. At it. <laughs> uh, I do better than some people I see on online that don't even know how to like aim the gun while running. Like, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, at least I'm not. At least I'm not at that. At least one. I'm not that guy. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the or people so who get I've, stuck in dead ends and not know how to shoot bricks. No, that was me. Yeah, that's 100 me. <laughs> I was referring to. Uh, I forget his name, but the God of yes. War creator. Jaffe? Jen, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's who I was talking about, too. He, he didn't know how to aim the gun while, while shooting. I'm poking fun at him, but I also got stuck twice in rooms, not knowing where to shoot to get out of the... You know, you got to find those hidden blocks. That's just a Metroid thing. I just mm-hmm. called up... I just Once called you get up, the super bombs, that's easy. Just drop one of those, and then, then it's easy to tell where you're nope, going to go. Nope, that's where I got... I got stuck in that room, too. Really? <laughs> I, there, if there's a way to get stuck, I'll find it. Uh, despite that, I'm loving the game. Yeah, I call. I had to call Micah for help twice. I had to call him for help a couple times, and, and you know, that's, that's always a knock to my pride when I have to call Micah for, for help on a game. But... He is a Metroid guy, you know, and he's loving this game. I was not a Metroid guy, and I am loving this game. The cutscenes are just so cool. Oh, yeah. Samus is like, I don't look at explosions kind of cool. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, every at, at the end of these battles, 
the the bad guy's like ah and she just stands there cold a cold stare like yeah i i beat this giant monster it's so mm-hmm. cool i i i really dig her character design the movement the like i was gushing about earlier the lighting oh my gosh the set pieces everything about this like i like no joke this could be game of the year for me I, I, mm-hmm. I really think this is a contender for game of the year completely and, and overall. Uh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I don't know if I can give it, give it any more higher praise. I definitely am not a Metroidvania person. Let me say that. I'm not a Metroidvania person and I'm loving this game. Yeah. Did I, did I crash? No, you're so good. Gotcha. Okay, excellent. Um, I, yeah, I, bit of a delay. Yeah, yeah there was a little bit of a delay. Hear me. Here. Yeah, yeah, we can we hear, hear you. You caught out. Yeah, I was, I was like, who's? Okay, I was like, whose side is that on? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would agree with you, uh, Andres. I am absolutely adoring this game. It has been a tremendous amount of fun. There are areas that I have got to, I have been frustrated. I'm like, where am I going next? I don't understand. You know, I I'm there for a little bit. Um, one of the, one of the, I mean, criticism is a bad word, but one of the things I do kind of get struggle, I, I shouldn't say struggle with, but the upgrades, I find the upgrades come very quickly. At, like, like it feels like, Oh, I just learned the morph ball. Oh, now it's a new missile. Oh, it's now this. Now it's that. Like, I find like they, they cascade very quickly, right? Where I kind of feel like I don't get the time with them to understand their value. Like so, so much. Upgrades only add two in this game, where in previous games that had five. Yeah. So and more of those upgrades to get to your 150 or whatever the maximum is. Yeah. Like, like I, not necessarily the missile upgrades, but like, oh, here's a new skill. Here's a next new thing power. your device does, your next power up. Yeah. I find like all of a sudden I will go through like, I'll play for like 40 minutes and I've gone through. Th- three new power-ups and i was like oh like that seems interesting that seems very quick um the emmys when they first come like like oh my like palms sweating right like you're just like are you kidding me i can hear you and i saw the video the clip um and that's why i said it uh, andros of the blue one coming around that corner you were like ah right like that was the, like you are like you're like i want to get out of this space as quickly as possible i've got to try and figure like there is an intensity to them uh, oh, I yeah, will also sure. say the boss fights, some of them, I'm like, uh, it's not on, like, I know people are arguing it's a very hard game. It's, it's very difficult, right? I will say you learn from almost every time I found, right? Of like, okay, here's what I'm looking for. Here's what I'm looking to do. I will say the fights that have frustrated me the most, and this is trying to be spoiler free, um, is... They're uh, maybe they're mid bosses, maybe the word I would say. They are the Raven soldiers. Those guys with that like blade thing that they throw up, let me tell you, those guys frustrate the absolute bejeebus out of me. I've died to Um, them more than any other boss for sure. That's exactly it. And I'm like, I don't understand. The cutscenes are great in the boss fights. I do find interesting enough though, like when we're moving between like in the elevators and the trains, that that chugs 
right? That, that, like you can see the actual frame rate drop and the chug there. And I'm like, that's a little bit weird. The rest of the game feels really great. Like when you're loading between rooms, there isn't a load. Like it's a smooth transition. Um, I'm absolutely loving it. I think it's such a fantastic game. Um, I'm having a fantastic time. I haven't finished it yet. I'm about six hours in, and like I said, I think I've only killed four Emmys, so I'm probably going to be cranking around. Oh yeah, yeah, 10. we're at the same. We're at the same spot. I've, I've, yeah. killed a, I all, think I have killed four, and I'm about, I'm about six hours. Yeah, in. all I'm going to say to you is like floating jellies. Floating. There's a floating. Have you seen the floating jellies yet? I call them jellies. Uh, uh, like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spoil. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We can yeah, talk about it yes, later, but then, uh, yes, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yes, I have. Okay, yeah, I think you and I are probably pretty close, but I, I'm absolutely enjoying during it. So, uh, Andros, what else have you been playing? Uh, so I, as I mentioned earlier, I started over in Animal Crossing, sort of. I have my old island and access to my wealthy bank account from the turnip market. Uh, so I am kind of cheesing the home loan payment by uh, dipping into past Sending funds, funds to yourself? Yeah. Yep. And also uh, some of the tools that I you're not able to get like right off the bat, like the pole vault and axe and shovel. So I'm having a blast doing that all again it's it's been long enough that i've forgotten pretty much everything i don't i everything's a new experience again mm. and as and leading up to the uh new dlc coming I'm, I'm pretty pumped for that uh jesse has this here so i i won't talk about it too much but i have purchased and have been playing the jackbox party pack eight nice uh, yes and there was one other game I wanted to mention. I've got to pull it up. Oh my gosh, Smash Bros! I, ah, Sora! I purchased. Yeah, I was like, I was like, how could I forget? How could I forget? Because I am a Sora fan. I am absolutely loving Sora. Uh, yeah, it it was it, it, it. He's awesome. It was fun to play. I played uh, online with the community for my birthday. It was super nice. Fun. Happy birthday! Happy belated yes. birthday. Yes, thank you. Hey, if, if anybody out there wants to give me a gift, uh, five-star reviews for Nintendo Pals Podcast. Wow, wow. It's free. It's free. A, a free gift. Anywho. Sure. <laughs> yeah, plug myself. Well, uh, but Metroid Dread, Animal Crossing, Ryan, Super Smash Bros. And then my my kiddos have been very into Just Dance. Nice. That's a good one. I, it is a game I said I would never buy, and we we bought it. <laughs> we bought it for the switch we bought just dance 2020 so they've they've been playing a lot of that i've i have played along with them on occasion yeah uh but yeah that's been that's been the bulk of my my play time i guess i can highlight a little bit here uh i'm a big board gamer mm -hmm. so uh i just played i just picked up on a sweet sweet sale from hum, humble bundle uh, a big pack of board digital board games nice uh, so I'm going to be diving into that, but I, they just released the 1.0, uh, update, like a launch version for Gloomhaven. And mm -hmm. if you haven't, if you haven't heard of Gloomhaven, it's, it's the number one ranked game on board game geek, which is like the big board game ranking site. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a big deal, uh, of a game and having a digital version of it is very nice because the actual game, which I do have is like 22 pounds and mm. the setup just takes a lot of time 
and uh, you can't play online with people, right? <laughs> Board games, you need people physically. Yeah. I don't have I don't have friends in real life. Who has those anymore? I'm I. They're I no kid. fun. I kid, but uh, Gloom, Gloomhaven just it, we bought it in early access, and it just launched out of early access. So it's it's fun. We can't beat the first level. It's hard. Nice, nice. Love it. Uh, those are, those are awesome. I, I have to jump in. I have to jump in and play. Sorry, I had got, I got the pass. I just downloaded the patch. I haven't done it yet. I'm gonna say do that. Just Dance, such a great game with kids, by the way. Such a like, and I know that people shake their heads at Just Dance because it's on everything. Kids absolutely love it. My daughters love Just Dance. They, I, I have like we did days of them just dancing to it. Also, interestingly enough, if you're new to Nintendo Dads and our YouTube channel, head over and you can find for an extra life goal in 2019, I believe. No, 2018. We said that if if our community smashed a certain dollar, I would do uh, Just Dance all the single ladies. And so that is on our YouTube channel with me dancing to all the single ladies um, with my daughters. Um, so you can check that out on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, such a great game. Um, I'm going to have to jump off for probably about 10 to 15 minutes, Jesse, if you guys can run the show without me. Um, and then when I will be back, but um, continue as you are and, and get where you shall be. And I will return eventually. Thank you. Alrighty. I Jesse, if it's all right with you, I want to I want to talk a little bit about Sora since we since since uh, Justin just mentioned that. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sora in Smash Bros has been a lot of fun for me. He's his as a character is very uh, floaty, almost a a heavy floatiness though. The jumps feel kind of slow, uh, so it's not it's not like Jigglypuff, but he has like Jigglypuff float Kirby. Kirby like float and his recovery, but but with weight. Yes. It's, it's very weird. It's, it's very weird. You have to play it, play as him to, to really like understand what I'm talking about, but you're like, it takes a second for him to take off, but then he's flying (laughs) and, and in air he, I mean, he has crazy, crazy recovery. It just, I, I like you. You have to get completely knocked off because you'll make it back if yeah, you're not. I was watching off. a little bit of my son play this with some of his friends. It was Sora times four, and it was just an aerial battle. Yeah, uh, the the strategy that we seemed to lock in on was just getting to the thunder spell. He has he has three spells that he cycles Thundaga. through. Yep, Thundaga. Because if you, you you have to use a fire one, then an ice one, and then you get to the thunder. So we off to the side, we'll be like cycling, using those attacks. Because you can't switch to it. You just have to get to it in the cycle. Okay. It's not yeah. like it's not like hero where you have like the little menu you get to pick from. Uh so that seems to be like the the strategy for him, because that attack is so good. It has crazy range and crazy height. Super fun. Super, super fun. And the stage is really good. If you're a fan of Kingdom Hearts, you will be just in heaven with this character. They did a really great job with it. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so you mentioned that you played some Jackbox Party Pack 8. We can talk about that next. I wanted to mention that we did a community game night last week on Discord and Sharing the game on a Discord was was still like almost no lag compared to doing it oh, through really? Twitch or YouTube. So that 
definitely made things easier. So, you know, having a private room in Discord as opposed to pulling in people from, from, out, from out the public is definitely recommended. So we're going to have to think about how I want to handle things when we do when I do this as part of Extra Life. It'll probably have to be still a part of Twitch. There but are we'll, settings that you can change in in that, like, make it more stream-friendly. They, like, yeah. extend the timers. They, and one of the options is no timers, and you'll, you'll wait until everyone's submitted their answer. But if someone falls off, you have no way of... Yeah, that seems sketchy. So that seems I, more like I'm a reluctant, thing. <laughs> I'm reluctant to use that feature online. That's... that. Use that feature when we're playing with Grandma, and she's. It'll take her a while to find what she wants to hit on the phone. That's yeah. That's 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 it. Perfect. perfect right, the so grandma kind of the want to talk a little bit about each of the games. Um, so, so we we started off with eight people out of the ninth, and then when Marty had to leave, other people had to drop, so we were down to four people. So most of the games we had eight or nine people. Uh, job job that's that was a pretty funny game you it's like the players are job interviewing trying to get the same job the way the game works is everyone is asked a nice breaker question or three i think three the first time two the second time and one the third time and they want you to be descriptive and wordy with your answer and then then they'll ask the question that is going to be worth points. And you, you answer the question based on words that they throw at you, which were words used in the answers to the icebreakers. So think like right. refrigerator magnet words. Yeah, it's it's like a mix of quiplash, if you've played previous Jackbox Party Bag games, and, and like Mad Libs almost. But yeah. you're, you're right with the fridge. The fridge words is really like the best description. Yeah, so I think my favorite answer was the question was, "It it is take your child to work day, and I forget his name, but it was a specific name was given, but so and so's son is just being really annoying. What do you do?" And my response was, "And and when you make build your answer, you can use anything on the sc- on the screen, including parts of the question and parts of the instructions, mm-hmm. which makes." So I said. Hunt blop so and so's son with my bare hands, <laughs> because <laughs> someone earlier said strangle a bit, hunt a bear with their bare hands. <laughs> so, I, I really liked one... I really liked job job. That might be my favorite one in the pack. Yeah, might the be. next, the, I think the one I didn't think I'd like, but I did. I liked it more than I thought. Was weapons drawn? So you are yeah. yeah. So like, you you. You, you are give you give the game your name, and a letter of your name is used as your calling card. So that that letter has to be somewhere in your drawing, and then you have to draw the weapon that you are going to use to kill people. And and you try have to draw it in a way that it tries to hide the letter as as best as it can, because like my letter was R, because I was using the name Laffer. So all of my drawings had an R in it somewhere. So I had to find creative ways to hide it. And I I don't think, I think I was the only one who really understood what was going on because everyone else was saying they don't get it. They don't understand. So yeah, here's the thing with this game is it is, it is more complicated than probably every Jackbox game 
right. up to this point, like the, the, the steps and what you have to do. But if you get it, I'd say this one's really fun. Cause I, I, I got it. Like I, I, yeah. I understood what we were so, doing. Like one of, <laughs> one of, and we knew one of the other guys, one of the other players calling card was a B. So I just, I, when I did my drawing, I tried to turn the R into a B to make it look like it could have been his. And in fact, I tried to, I tried kind of saying, Hey, that kind of looks like a B there. And it, they didn't buy it, but still it was fun to try. Yeah. There's, there's that like weird strategy. Uh, I, we had someone when we were playing, like they were talking and they put the letters up in a speech bubble in the, in the, picture itself so it was full of letters oh. and then their letter wasn't even up there it was like down on the character that was talking it was it was very <laughs> very like you can get very weird deep layers with trickiness hiding your letter in the picture it's very fun yeah i didn't even think of that so another another one is pole mine so we this is one we had eight people we were split into two teams of four. Oh, nice and this one's like it's very reminiscent of family feud yeah but and then, but instead of a hundred randos getting polled and you try to figure it out, you are polled, the and then they use yeah. the and then you are then like so like one of them was who who do you think would be the most scared if in a haunted house, and we all kind of picked on Marty's son, <laughs> and and I, I knew he was going to be the number one pick. And this was like the final round, and that one you have to try to pick them in order from the bottom to the top, and and so there's some strategies involved in figure, in trying to eliminate your guesses, and so it's that that one is definitely funner with more people. Yeah, I I loved I loved that one. We I did it on stream uh, after playing some Smash Bros. Sora, and it was pretty funny that we got a question that was like what circle would you like to have on your side and it had snowball the sun pac-man and kirby and like all these <laughs> other all these other options and i was like i was like well i know this is a nintendo twitch <laughs> stream i know kirby's number one and pac-man's probably number two and we had the exact same scenario. It's like, I know what number one, number two are, but it asks you to name them backwards in order. It's so fun. It, uh, one that I, even when they're explaining it at the beginning, I was like, I probably won't like this one very much. Uh, but it's rare. It's really good. Okay. Then next one is Drawful Animate. And also I didn't, really good, yeah. I normally don't like the drawing ones. But again, I, I like weapons drawn, and I kind of really liked Drawful Animate. So it, whenever you draw anything in Drawful Animate, including drawing a little face, a face that is your avatar, everything you draw has to be a two-frame animation. So you draw your first frame, you flip, switch to frame two, and then you see frame one kind of in really light colors, transparent colors. So you can either trace over it or draw it like a like half inch or a quarter inch because you don't have a lot of space uh, over to the left or right to make it to give it some movement so when the and when it animates it makes sense i think one thing i had to draw was uh 
hum, uh, horses in a human drawn carriage. And so that kind of had, once I thought of what I wanted to draw, I pretty much drew the first scene and then scene two was pretty much just a little bit off just to give it like a bouncy effect when it's animated. Yeah, yeah. And then the way that game was played is everyone then says, what, looking at this, what do you think the prompt is? And so people will put in what they think the prompt is. And then they're going to get put the list of user inputted phrases with the real prompt. And they got to then guess which one is the real prompt. And if you put one in that fakes out other people, you get bonus points. Like one of them was uh, a monkey throwing a baby lion. So it, what a weird prompt. <laughs> and so he drew a monkey holding a lion and, and from frame one and frame two was above his head. So I said, hey, that's the Lion King. And some and someone did say that. Uh, uh, th- thought that my, my answer was the prompt. <laughs> and then the, the last game that I, that I want to tell a little story on is The Wheel of Enormous Proportions. What did you it's, think of this one? I, I think this is probably one of my favorite ones. I did not like this one at all. Yeah, and this so, is this is just to all Jackbox, uh, all the Jackbox party packs. The trivia games are not my favorite. Usually. See, they are normally my favorite ones, even though I normally suck at them. Like I, I like Trivia Murder Party. I like. Uh, I think I you don't know Jack. Trivia, yeah, I think I prefer Trivia Murder Party over this. I still but, think that's true. Trivia Murder Party is just a special level of this game's awesome. But yeah. but you know, for this one, it gives you you know basically three questions, where sometimes the answer is a number. You you enter in the number, and then the closest to that number, either up or down, it's not Price's Right rules, uh, gets more points. Sometimes it's in the form of a this or that. If you're familiar with. Uh, previous party pack game i think it was i think it was a you don't know jack i don't remember um sometimes it's uh here is a column of 10 things in column a 10 things in column b match them and that's the one i always suck at and then most of them is you know here are 12 things which of these are true and it's not always a six and six split i i've actually saw a nine and a three split before it was like which of these are in Greek mythology? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and so then when you're done with the question round, the more questions you get right, the more wedges you get. Then you go to the wheel, apply your wedges to piece to the wheel, and then as people spin the wheel, if you your wedge gets a match, you get points. If you get to ah, if you get to twenty thousand points. Then you spin the winner's round, the winner's wheel, which starts off about a 50-50 split. Like six, six, six has your name, six has a skull. If, if it gets your name, you win. If it gets a skull, the game continues. So we, this is a game we played twice. The first time with eight people, the second time with four at the end. And <laughs> the we got to, on, on the one with four people, at the end of the third trivia round, two people already had more than 20,000 points but they needed the score in the wheel round to have a chance at the winner's wheel. So the first time they landed on it, they, they, they landed on a skull. So then the next time 
that both of those people earned points. So they both of their names were distributed on the on the wheel. Uh, I think it was like four of one, four of the other, and four skulls. It landed on a skull. The game continued. The next time, the second person who wasn't on it the first time got a ch- got the choice. I think it was down to three skulls and nine of him. I think there's like 12 total spaces. It landed on a skull. So I finally got over 20,000 points and spun the wheel. I had two skulls and 10 things with my name on it. And it finally landed on my name. So after all that, I won. So the funny part is the joke of all this is of the six games we played, I won every single one of them. And that last one was just completely random. I shouldn't have won that, but did. <laughs> so it's, I think it's, I've never never won. I've never six games in a row like that. Yeah, it's super fun. The whole pack is pretty good. Um, yeah, there I, isn't I, normally they have like one that's skunk game that I never want to play again. Like TKO is a skunk. I love game. TKO. <laughs> no. It's a skunk. This one, oh, I don't think, has any skunks in it. I like all of them. Yeah. Uh, I have I have purchased party packs since three. Since three. We're on eight now? Yes. Uh, I, I have, I guess I've skipped. I've skipped six. Uh, but yeah. of all the party packs, this one's, this one's up there. The best one, in my opinion, is still party pack seven. Uh, but that one just has some really, really good games in it. It's got Quiplash. Um, that's the one I remember. I, I like mm-hmm. every game in Party Pack 7. This one, I like every game in, but they're maybe not quite to the tier that uh, Party Pack 7 is. But if you have mm-hmm. if you have to get one Party Pack, I always recommend 7. That's that's my recommendation. Yeah, I, think, I think 3, 6, 7, and 8, I think, are like the ones that are top tier. Yeah, three is really good too. Yeah, and I would say eight is up there in the top tier for sure. It's really good. And if you haven't tried out these games, like seriously, they're they're really worth worth the pickup. And and like Jesse was saying, they've done a lot to make it so you can play these online. So you can do them over video calls. So I mean this is one that you can get you can get grandma, you can get dad, you can get everybody that doesn't usually play games to come play play games yeah yeah jackbox is great we uh we actually used a lot during the pandemic we would host friday night game sessions with friends we opened up a zoom room we have a party pack on our steam account we'd share screens and people jumped in and played and that was kind of like really how we gathered uh they have done such a fantastic job with it uh as a matter of fact i kind of mentioned earlier for those in pre-show my wife had taken my laptop the reason was actually she was over at the church hosting a jackbox party pack night uh <laughs> with with some folks and so she was doing they, she was, they were doing a live event at the church and so she was she used our our account that had the steam on it as well jackbox is jackbox is such a great um party game we've taken it you know just even when we just got to the parents we've hooked the switch up and put it up and we all play drawful and stuff like that together this is the first one I've purchased on the Switch. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And it's because of the portability. I mean, like, yeah. I, like that's that's just super nice. Yeah. Uh, you just have to be able to have a network connection because that is required to host a game. Yep. I've bought most of them on, on uh, Steam. Right. Yeah, I Steam. Is- I, I have all eight on Switch. 
Steam usually has some pretty good sales for those type of things too. Yeah, uh, as yeah, well. If you ever that's looking. the primary reason to get them on and sale. I don't remember when the price went up. I think the prices of the original games were twenty five dollars. This one's mm. thirty. Mm. But mm. again, I don't think there's a skunk in this game. So, so right, thirty dollars. The last is... two, the last two have been thirty, and they are both okay. worth that price. I think I, I think in the, on, I think on seven, I redeemed the our review code. That's why I didn't remember what how much that cost. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they are they are one of those things that they're pretty much annualized, right? Like it is so funny. Yeah. Like October is usually there's a new Jackbox game, and it's so funny because usually it hits our PR box, and like you or Tim or you or Marty hit Mar- me up. Can we get a code? Yep. No. Normally one of the yeah, two of us. Yeah, and then the last game I want to talk about real quick. It came out earlier this week, uh, Corpse Party. That's uh, I don't I wanted to research where this game originally came from. I think I I played it on the Vita. I don't think that was its original iteration. I think it's older than that. But this, you know, you still have the pixelized graphics, but you do have more modern character uh, sprites, uh, like in your traditional, like, uh, visual novel, whenever there's dialogue going on, in addition to the little character, you, you get you have big uh, drawings of what the characters look like. So it's kind of a nice... I'm still only about an hour into it and i remember i remember playing it on vita i don't remember if i ever finished it and i don't remember any of the plot anymore so this is mm. kind of like you know that was almost 10 years ago so this was this is effectively a new playthrough to me and i, I know there is an anime uh that also covers the plot of the game i'll probably rewatch that when i'm done playing the game fair enough so this is i don't normally do spooky games in october but this is a good this uh, this is a game i do remember i like and i can handle this type of spook yeah (laughs) gotcha great cool um all right uh i'll jump in really quickly i've been playing two quick games i'll mention beyond uh dread uh today i played skull the hero slayer which just released today on the nintendo switch This is a roguelike game and it dropped, it was previewed in an um, indie world direct or something like months ago. This is where you basically, you're a skeleton and you put on other heads and they, and you acquire their bodies and their skills and you can swap between these heads. Um, So you have different kind of skills and attributes to use at different times and each of the characters that you swap into plays very differently. Um, And it is a really fun, cool game. And it's definitely roguelike, right? You're learning, you're going through levels, you're learning bosses, you die, you lose everything, you start again, right? You get some more experience and know. Um, It's very, very cool platformer. Boss boss battles are challenging. It's very like, it's kind of like if Dead Cells met, I don't know, like some of the Majora's Mask elements, I guess. I can't think of anything else that'd be like it. But it's very, very cool. I would definitely recommend it. We have a Let's Play that will be going up on our YouTube channel right away. Um, so, again, that is Skull, the Hero Slayer. Uh, big thanks to, to the review company that provided us access to it as well. Um, another game I've been playing as well that I will mention here is I've been playing Far Cry 6 for Google Stadia. Stadia. Oh, wait, wait and, a second. What, what show and I, on? And I have been enjoying it. Now, here's in all fairness. I have never played any other Far, Far Cry game. And one of their biggest criticisms apparently is that Far Cry 6 is like every other Far Cry. 
good news. <laughs> if I haven't, if you haven't played Far Cry, I have nothing to reference it to. But uh, it's it's a bunch of like uh, fun. Bunch, uh, you, I, my first couple missions are a mission I found a crocodile friend. He's an amigo, and I can sick crocodiles on people, and that's pretty awesome to watch a crocodile literally run up in the bush and then jump up and just chop a man. And you're like, huh? Yeah, that feels good. That feels really good. Um, so yeah, I'd wreck, you know, I don't, you know, whether Far Cry six is, is, uh, has got the staying power. I don't know, but it's, uh, it's good. It's running well on Google Stadia. I enjoy it. And, uh, thanks to Ubisoft for providing us that access. So I'm happy with that as well. I'm going to keep playing it. So, and then Stadia next dads. Stadia, Stadia dads. dads, cloud dads, right. And then next week, cloud ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have coverage of Marvel's guardians of the galaxy cloud version on Nintendo switch. So excited to be jumping into that i'm not kind of on the fence on that one i think if i do get it i'll probably get it on xbox or playstation but uh because if what I what show to... am i on where whoa whoa what it's is because, going on here it's because i don't have to stream that <laughs> that's fair that's fair. fathers of the cloud <laughs> right that's, uh, that's... cloud dads it's the way we're rolling now i can i plug a game that of course I, you can i shamelessly i I'm, I'm an absolute disgrace i forgot to mention i have been playing plock October. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, I played two runs of Plock. Uh, I am trying to beat the game this month. And this game's hard. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I love it. I love it, but it is it is tough. It is a tough game. It is it is merciless and it's all disguised in a package of happiness and fun. That is Plock. Is Plock is still not out on NSO yet, is it? It no. is not. No, they need to put it on there. So I need some <laughs> rewinds, please. Some save states. Ah, I have gotten so far on multiple occasions and I die and it resets you like halfway back. And it's like soul crushing. I know third strongest mole is in chat. He's he was there. He knows. And he's been there. He's done it himself. It's it's it crushes your soul. But that's going to make the victory that much better, that much sweeter. When I beat Plock. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna stream some more. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some more Plock for Plocktober. Nice. Well, that's a great segue. Then why don't we transition over to Community Spotlight? Now, Andros, you have been here before. You know how this works and our community most likely knows you and the overlap between your community and our community is a very strong venn diagram um like so if, like for those circle. of you that maybe have just stumbled into our pod- podcast it's pretty much a pod- it's pretty much a circle right um talk to us a little bit about nintendo pals what we need to know obviously it's plocktober uh but what else going on over in your world uh promote everything you have all right i got a lot i got a lot here y'all. good, good. i got nintendo time. pals is a podcast it's a stream it's a youtube channel it's it we do videos all, all it's a goddamn lifestyle is what it is <laughs> yeah it's a lifestyle i love that uh nintendo pals it our tagline two longtime friends one awesome nintendo channel and if you like nintendo dads uh then you're going to love it over on nintendo pals as well so definitely check out the nintendo pals podcast we're on every podcast platform on the planet and if we're not there we'll put we'll put us there okay you just let me know and um yeah i'm doing twitch streams so we're we're on twitch nintendo underscore pals 
uh, you, if you're if you're listening to this on Twitch, you can find us. We're down in the little recommended tab. Thanks to Tim, he's very kind of a, a very kind to recommend us. Uh, and yeah, we we do a lot. We do a lot in collaboration. What's this? The, like the fourth time I've been on Nintendo Dads. Third? I think it's third or fourth. At least yeah, well, three. Well. At least three. Yeah, it, this is this is you know this this is a fantastic community and, and like. I, I I listen to a lot of podcasts and Nintendo Dads has always been at the top of my list. But let me tell you, Nintendo Pals should be up there too, guys. Uh, put Nintendo <laughs> Pals segue. up. Put Nintendo Pals up on on your podcast feed. Seriously, go give it a listen. Just just like drop drop those other like B tier podcasts. Put put us up in the A tier with Nintendo Dads. Right right. That's that's you're here listening to this. Mm-hmm. You're gonna mm-hmm. like it. You're you're gonna love it. It's got it's got the energy. It's got me like like one hundred percent me, and then it has mm-hmm. it has Micah, which is the the yin to my yang. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so I don't know if that's how I don't know if that's how I'd sell that. I don't I don't know I, I don't. <laughs> He's not even here to defend himself. Yeah, I just uh, I'll, I'll defend him. Micah Micah is fantastic. He's one of the funniest guys I know. Uh, I have been friends with him for well over a decade, and you know our chemistry on that show really really shows. Uh, we have a lot of. We have a lot of arguments on which Zelda's best. Um, if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're into two grown men fighting over uh, childhood games, <laughs> they got the show for you. And that's my elevator pitch for Nintendo Pals. Uh, check us out. We are starting season two tomorrow. What? what? Brand new logo. Brand new. Wow. Logo. Come check us out. It's It's going to be awesome. That is incredible. Wow. Season two. I like that. That's a fun idea. That's fun. See, I like that idea. That's great. So let me tell you folks, if you're like, but Hey, Justin, my, my life is jammed up with podcasts. What should I drop? I'm going to tell you right now. All right. You should drop the mega dads. That's hot trash. Why would you listen to them? <laughs> Sean Capri, get the hell out of here. Xbox drive. You don't want any of that, right? The, the podcasts you need to be listening to. And this is from my, my lips to your ears. Retro logic. That's, that's a must. Dan do an amazing job over there, right? With third strongest mole, right? Doing some amazing stuff. You got dads after dark. Of course, John and Drew are absolutely godsends and incredible stuff, right? You've got the game pass news, right? You've got Xbox cover for you. You got dad crossing. You got the Nintendo pals. What more do you want? Right? What more do you want for us to give to you? That's all you need. (laughs) Drop everyone. NVC, Per Schneider doesn't need your listens. All right. Kind yeah. of funny. Greg Miller doesn't need your checks, doesn't need that. You just keep it locked in to these small indie podcasts, right? And that's all you got. That's all you need. Listen, that's all you need. Listen, is it more fun to watch a college game than, of course than it is. the pro? It's not the All Stars. Listen. You go listen to the All-Stars. They're up there. They're at the top of their game. They're lax. No, they're they don't not care. on top of it. They don't care. No, they're nope. doing it. They, nope. Listen, listen, Pear, love you. You know, you're, you're a great guy, but you, you've been doing it for so long. You need mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. blood here with the Nintendo dads <laughs> yeah. and yeah, yeah. the Nintendo pals. We're yeah. like the indie podcast scrappy. is where it is at. For sure. For sure. Scrappy stuff. Oh man, Andros, it's good to have you on here. We, we appreciate you. Uh, and again, CFO by the end of today, right? I appreciate that. Like, congratulations on your promotion. You've already uh, exceeded Jesse, right? You're gonna be managing Jesse soon by the end of this day. So, wow. right, it's great, wow. good stuff. Uh, speaking of those podcasts, I'm gonna run them down real fast to make sure you know what is going on. Hey, over in Retro Logist Logic, uh, 
As I mentioned before, Dan and Sam are playing Retro Rewind uh, for the game of the month. And this time it's actually Demon's Crest. So you can play along you, in the chat. You, 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 you forgot Datfast. Datfast. Dan, yeah, Datfast. Don't forget John. John. John great. Third strongest mole. Sam playing Retro Logic. Or, sorry, playing Retro Rewind. And it's Demon's Crest. And of course, as was mentioned, it is Plocktober and Retro re- re- uh, Retro Logic, along with the friends over at Keep Nintendo Weird and Nintendo Pals. Have been playing it, so if you haven't, make sure you jump in the Discord. Speaking of Dads After Dark, this week's this week, John and Drew are together again, and they're going to talk about the top eight countdown. Talk about Horizon Zero Dawn, Halloween games, Sora and Smash, and Drew made contact with a bat. So crazy and weird. Um, and of course, they also have Halloween Mayhem. Head over to their um, their Twitch, or sorry, I apologize, their Twitter account. They have got uh, you can win money. First place, $15, a lotto for 10. Submit a Halloween-themed photo, video, or written or p- writing or poem uh, to Twitter on it or Discord, and um, winners will be drawn, which is always great. Over in Game Pass News, let me ask you, should Nick get himself an Xbox mini fridge? Yes, he should, absolutely. I don't even know why that's a question, Nick. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, wait, um, wait a second. Is he asking? Is this he week, asking they're, they're going to try and figure out if Nick should get one. Like, Nick, do you, do you, need, my, do you need our funding? Like, is that what you're asking for from me here? Like, I will flip you some money. If you need 50 bucks or 100 bucks to buy yourself an Xbox fridge, we'll do that. Direct message me. We'll talk about the funding. We'll get you sorted, all right? They're also going to talk about the latest uh, releases in Xbox Game Pass News um, and what you should be playing. Dad Crossing, as I mentioned, they are back, and they're talking about the 2.0. If you're like, these yahoos know nothing about Animal Crossing, let me get let me get you a bunch of yahoos do, who do know about Animal Crossing, and that is Dad Crossing. So make sure that you uh, subscribe and they're going to break down that entire direct. And of course the dinner table is back every third Friday of the month, Tim and the Nintendo dad discord community gather to talk about everything that's on their mind. And uh, you know, Metroid dread is the thing that's on their mind. Tim's running the show. Of course, Tim really, Tim just runs this place. I I'm the figurehead kind of, I'm the, I'm the, I was the, talking about the dinner table, but yeah, yeah. He, he does everything. But he, he just runs everything. Like he is a dictator behind the scenes that you guys never know about, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> Um, looks like we don't really have any questions from email, chat, discord, Patreon, or Twitter, because we didn't send anything out asking for questions this week. Um, because I got, they heard I was coming on. They, they were like, yeah, they're like, no questions. Is there any questions in the chat? Um, uh, there, Jesse. I saw a question Uh, earlier about, uh, will, do you think this was from Ninfrendo? He says, do you think the, uh, Sega coming to NSO is signs of more Sega collaboration in the future, potential Nintendo buying them out. Jesse, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I can see kind of both ways. At least if they bought them out, then they wouldn't have to pay licensing fees anymore. It's a good way of looking at it. That's a, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think buying them out. I mean, Nintendo is very um, strategic in regards to the acquisitions, right? I, I, yeah, I, I think don't... the last dev team they bought, I think, was because like another dev, another, I think another group was thinking about buying them, and Nintendo was like, "Nope, we want this one." Yeah, and they just and they just made that acquisition last year. The team that did um, Luigi's Mansion Three, who was that? I I think that they're Vancouver based. They're Vancouver based company. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember their names. I wanted to say retro, but that's so did I. But I was like, that's not right. That's next level games. Next level. Thank you. Yeah. 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 
The other part, though, although I will say kind of thinking about that as well, I, I wonder how, you know, one of the things I thought about for the NSO and like Banjo-Kazooie coming on NSO eventually is all y'all that have been asking for that, like, um, rare collection being released on the switch. Yeah. That ain't happening now. Right. Like they, they, the moment the banjo came over, like I imagine that cost, that cost Nintendo probably a really fair penny to be able to do that. Um, although I do know, obviously there may have been some kind of agreement with him over being in smash as well, but, um, yeah, I think that, that I think that kind of diminishes some of those hopes of like uh, bundled games, right, or collections. Yeah. Sean Capri asks, "Are you seriously throwing me in the same trash as the Mega Dads?" Hey, Sean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't know you were listening. Um, sorry, sorry, pal. Sorry. Just say that he is at the I, very I least recycle material. Not yeah, I would think that Sean Capri would definitely be recyclable. I don't think he'd be like the kind of toxicity that you'd want to burn like the Mega Dads. I think he'd be good for the environment, right? Like <laughs> like, like plant a tree kind of good for the environment. That feels very Canadian. <laughs> Mega Dragon, did you all touch on if you think the expansion pack is going to be a place where Nintendo is going to release additional DLC? In I think so. Games? I think I think if they're going to do more, that's going to be in that package. I don't think they're going to do an expansion expansion pass. If they do, the internet will kill that. Yeah, but I, people will still inevitably pay it. And that's going to scare me. Uh, There's like me. Breath of the Wild two DLC now part of expansion pack. Ooh, yeah, they could. I I think that gets tricky, right? Like you don't want to, you don't want to cut your you know the option to buy it independently. Yes, I'm okay you, with it. You don't want to cut off your nose to spite your face, right? Right. Here's a here's a point I wanted to touch on. I, I didn't touch on because you know I ranted and raved about the NSO uh, enough. Uh, but the reason Nintendo does their online plans is different than other companies, than other game development companies. Xbox, PlayStation, you are literally paying to use their servers. Like that, like that's that the cost is going to maintaining those servers. Uh, Nintendo's peer to peer. Like you're, you're there. There is no like fancy. Uh, clearly, most like most of the online you are doing is like hosted from one person's Switch. Uh, Jesse, you can correct me on that because you're more on the techie side than I am. That, that sounds about right. That's why some, yeah. and you know, one out of every four smash games will just lag out or you know remember super uh, uh mario maker 2 and that crap right. online right right the the thing is they it to me i'm reading into this i've, I've had discussions with people smarter than i am uh but to me the online service that what we're paying for is dlc and think of all the free DLC we have gotten for Switch games. There's been paid DLC, but that's been mostly for single-player content. Uh, you're looking at, like, Breath of the Wild had DLC. Uh, the solo mode in Splatoon 3. Or Splatoon 2. We're not in Splatoon 3 yet. Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion. That was all paid DLC for solo experiences. But for a lot of these online games, we're just getting tons of free content. Tons of it. Uh, Splatoon, tons of tons of new content added to it throughout its lifespan. Arms, 
also tons of new content. Smash Bros, we paid for DLC packs, but we got a lot of free stuff too. Got a lot of free events and spirits and and a lot of 75 cent amiibo costumes. Yeah. I there's there's been a lot of content coming post game release and I think that is where these prices are are like that's where a bulk of this money is going to fund more DLC. It's clearly not going towards servers, right? They're going to keep with the peer to peer, and I think that was always their intention. Was we want to we want to be able to provide more game, and doing it this way, they don't have to they they don't have to risk it with paid DLC. They're doing it off of an NSO plan, and everybody's Fo- just getting it. Following up on my amiibo seventy five cent joke. I kind of threw some rough numbers together. I don't remember if this is all the, every case. I remember, I think most of the fighters had five, five amiibo costume or parts available. I, that might, the last one only had three, but presuming the first 10 had five, the last one had three, 53 pieces. Uh, if someone who bought them all almost spent $40 over the last hmm. three years. Hmm. With, the, with just the costumes. Just Amiibo costumes. Yeah. That's crazy. That is, that's a lot. Like, full full in the game, you got $60 for the game, 55 between the two passes, plus 40 Like, over a $100 game to get the complete. Becker <laughs> says, which was me. So, yeah, there you yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting. And I saw that uh, $2 hero here said that that money's paying for those licenses. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, but yeah, you're right. Like a lot of that lights licensing, right? Like I said, none of this is coming free, right? It's got there's got to be a cost associated with it. And I think like it goes back to the idea of, you know, if you if you went to approach Sega and they were like, "Well, actually, we were going to do a Sega collection on the Switch like as a cartridge." And Nintendo's they like, did, yeah, or we're going to do another one, right? That includes oh, these games. Right. And they were like, yeah, we don't want you to do that. They're like, yeah, but we know it's going to sell. And they're like, yeah, how about instead we just do it a year part of our offering? And they're like, well, which one's going to get me more money, right? Mm-hmm. So Nintendo has to make a proposition for why it's not then going to be a, a cartridge, right? And so that's the same thing with these licenses, right? Like Nintendo has to has to, has to to shell out for Banjo. They have to shell out for sin and punishment like all these games uh you know and and a lot of it right now you're like justin these are nintendo first party games to start off with yeah you're right but inevitably we're going to be starting to find those third party games and they and and any developer worth their salt or publisher right now who's looking at their back catalog understands the value and sale that they can get if they put you know their games on a cartridge and put them on the switch you've got a built-in audience people are going to buy them so that has to be enticing right there has to be the dollar value that makes sense for people to do it so Something to think about. Uh, Jesse, can we play that voicemail from Christian? Yes. Thank you. Hey, Nintendo Dads. It's me, Christian, again. Just was calling to uh, ask you guys all a question. I know that um, we just got Metroid Dread, and I'm enjoying that game very much. But it got me thinking, because the way that I play a game uh, reminded me of how I played games with my dad. And then I started thinking about life lessons and, oh man, I just got deep into different things and thought processes thanks to the Metroid Dread. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is, uh, when I first was uh, a little kid and I got my Nintendo system with my dad, my dad would play with me Mario 
and he would teach me to get all the coins. And sometimes when I would play with him, I don't get the coins, and my dad would say, why didn't you get the coins? And I would say, oh, I didn't need it. And so then he said something profound to me, which stuck with me all my life. If you don't get the coins, how are you going to get the high score? Well, all my life, I just used that method of living, try to use all of my faculties to get the high score in life. Because if I don't take advantage of it, I won't get a good life. So I guess my question to you guys is, what is the favorite life lesson that you've learned uh, from playing a video game? Mine is take advantage of all your opportunities to live the best life possible. All right, guys, thanks again for your awesome show. It's definitely something that I'm looking forward to every Friday. Hope you guys have a great day. Ooh, that's a good question. Oh man, anyone anyone want to kick off on that one? And again, Christian, thank you for calling in. We appreciate that. That is great. Whew. I couldn't think of anything video game related, but you know, kind of. I, I've lately started watching like the old Yu-Gi-Oh cartoon, and kind of like the big lesson there is, you know, even if. If things don't looking like they're turning your way, don't give up. You can always turn that one card over to switch things around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Andros, how about you? Man, I, I I wish that I could like remember a specific instance like Christian uh, with with my dad. I I have such good memories of playing games with with my dad. Um, lessons learned from video games. I mean, there's there's a lot like. I've played games that have have really like there there are certain games that are just designed to teach something, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Undertale's a good example of that. Mm-hmm. It's really really designed to like teach a moral lesson while while being really fun to play. Uh, games where story just kind of makes you tear up uh, a little bit. Uh, but thinking of like a specific example, I was going to use the like similar story to Jesse. I feel like learning as a kid playing pokemon it was just a never give up you know if you trust trust in your friends and uh work together you know that was like the the pokemon anime was huge when i was a kid right and it was like all about like pokemon are your friends and if you if you believe in your friends together and you believe in the power of friendship you can overcome everything and and they always did overcome everything and i feel like that's a lesson i've just i've always had this attitude in my life where it's like, I want to, I want to surround myself with good people. And, and if we trust in those good people and those, and and work together with our, with our friends, with our family, we can, we can do anything. Mm. I know it's like very sappy, but that's, that's my, I, I try to surround myself with the, with the best people. Yeah. 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 I, I I don't you know I, I I got thinking about some of the things that I probably learned from video games as a kid and I think like Donkey Kong Country is a great example of it. Like you know what's that thing that's just off screen that you sort of think you see? Take take a jump, take a risk. You don't know what it's going to be, right? You don't know what that reward is, right? It's that barrel or whatever it is. So sometimes some a little bit of a leap of faith, I think, in some ways, right? Um, as I think of something like Metroid, like explore right? Try something different. Think a little bit differently. 
Um, you know, I think, I don't know about you, but like, nowadays, like when I play a video game, I used to always, you know, the traditional game always taught us that you start the game and you go to the right. Right. <laughs> so I don't know about the rest of you, but I go left. Right. And I, and so think differently, try and think differently. But I think the other part that, that video games has taught me, um, and I think this goes back to just playing when I played with my mom, right. Just have fun. Right. And I think that's a bit of a life lesson sometimes, right? Like, like if you're not having fun, if it's too, too heavy, why are you doing it? Right. Like, and I'm not saying, you know, like, like, then don't do these things. You have to, but like kind of this idea of life should be fun. Is there anything in our life that is, that is that, you know, heavy. And, and I know there are heavy things in our life, but like, I don't know, try and have fun. What you do, try and have a laugh. Um, I think also, I think, especially when I was a kid, right? Like this will sound funny, learning how to share. Uh, and learning how to encourage and coach others, right? Like when you have a friend over and they're playing as Luigi, right? Or whatever, or maybe you need to play as Luigi and you're not, or you don't get to play as Mario, right? Somebody else does, right? What it's like to be a player too, what it's like to support someone, what it's like to coach and encourage them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Jump there. Don't forget that. Right. Like, like instead how we support each other as opposed to tear each other down. Right. And I think, I think that's something that, that like, intrinsically i think was reinforced as learning video games but then as you continue to get older you look at stuff like the console wars which is really intrinsically the opposite which is tear you down because you have a sega and i have a nintendo and you're the worst right like the divisiveness of those things um i don't really know where i was going with that um but i think that it, Go ahead. it sparked a thought in me something mm. i've always i've always thought is very cool about games this isn't really a lesson learned from a game specifically or an experience but games connect people mm-hmm. uh, i instantly have a connection with someone if, if they're wearing a nintendo shirt you know mm-hmm. you, you walk around and you see it you see someone playing pokemon on their phone or uh street pass was like Man, mm-hmm. I met I met people through Street Pass. It's it's I was I was in a completely uh, new place, sitting in like a sitting in like a like a, a presentation room with 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 uh, someone up presenting, and the person that was up talking wearing an, a a big watch with the Zelda insignia on it, mm. and I was like. Instantly, I got a connection with this person. Mm-hmm. I love Zelda, so this person, this person's cool. You know, like they, mm-hmm. there's there's this thing. It bridges gaps, cultures, um, ages, like every wall that you could put up between yeah. people can be torn down through gaming. Yeah, uh, it can also be bi- there can be walls built through gaming, like you were talking yep. about with the whole divide with with it, but something i've always loved about nintendo is that there is there there's just a connection there that that comes automatically being a nintendo fan yeah yeah and i think it's interesting that idea like and, and it's interesting this this tribalism right we as individuals by nature sociologically want to feel connected to a tribe right so whether and you're always looking for your people your community right so if all of a sudden you see that person wearing that shirt or with that thing you instantly to your point like i know that i have that tribe i understand that there's something we have in common it's a relate like like despite despite where we may be on you know other thoughts or ideas or or politics 
there is this thing that we both agree to be true. Right. And, and you can both agree to this thing without even saying anything at this point, which I think is really interesting. Uh, it really does. It brings people together um, in, in this interesting way. I want to call out here um, this this great um, uh, statement from Two Dollar Hero. The first Zelda, uh, sorry, the first Zelda is the first game I ever played growing up as a sick kid and very scared of the world. That game taught me to be adventurous and brave the value of courage and it's, ta- it's dangerous to go alone uh $2 hero thank you for sharing that that is um that's pretty incredible right and i think that sometimes those messages you don't you don't you, you know you don't know you need those messages until you understand those those until you need them right and i think that yeah that's 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 really good that's super good deep seth you're my hero man yeah i'm almost my at tears on hero. i'm almost i'm almost at tears on that one seth so uh Sure, look at get out of here, you get out of here. Uh, speaking of getting out of here, we should start ending a show. Uh, Andros, before we jump off, thank you so much for coming on. I know it's late for you. Uh, it's always great to connect with you um, and, and doing some fantastic stuff over at Nintendo Pals. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you head over, give them a like, a subscribe, join their Discord, jump in there, man. There is I there is a youthful energy about the work that you guys do over at Nintendo Pals, and I love it. And we're fans of it. And we support it. And uh, we're just so happy that you're part of this community with us as well. It's a great place to be. The Nintendo Dads community is like, man, it was just a uh, saving grace through pandemic time. Uh, great people. Great people. Join if, if you are a listener and you haven't joined up with the Nintendo Dads community. I mean, dollar a month. Or you could use your free uh, Prime sub on Twitch yep. if, you, if you have a Prime account. Uh, Absolutely. Jump on like it's it's worth it it's worth it it's a great community great great people to connect with appreciate that thank you uh before i jump out of here i do want to say this ladies and gentlemen we are two weeks away from extra life 2021 and we are pulling together our calendar uh here's what we know to be true tim is going to be streaming marty's going to be streaming Uh, i'm pretty sure drew and john are streaming uh, I'm pretty sure the lads over on Xbox Game Pass are streaming. Uh, we have got a calendar. We have got giveaways from our friends over at PDP, uh, Manscaped. We're, we've got some money that we're going to be throwing in to make sure we got more prizes to give away. If you want to donate, please, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the biggest things that we are so excited to do every single year is, is, um, is Extra Life. Uh, and again, for those of you who don't know, it's about playing video games for weekend and raising money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals across North America. And let me tell you, as parents, um, you know, we've had our children in hospitals who have relied on these services and it lands very dear, near and dear to our heart. And we're so thankful that over the times that we have done this, we have raised over $15,000, which is absolutely incredible. And so we're asking if you could, again, ladies and gentlemen, even if you can't donate, I know times are tough. I totally get that. Um, Listen, you want to just join our stream, right? Just watch, just be there, encourage the lads, encourage the guys, jump in for matches, uh, pop in. We encourage you to be there. And of course, if you're looking to donate, over to Extra Life, uh, search in, just put in the search Nintendo Dad. You can find us, you can donate. Uh, or if you want to join the team, you can absolutely do that as well. And we want, if you join our team, we're going to promote and encourage your stream as well and get behind you and hopefully enable you and encourage you and provide you some resources to be able to encourage some donations on your side as well. Uh, so please, if you're interested, do reach out and let us know as well. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to the end of it. We are going to start uh, winding off the show. I'm going to remind you again, of course, if you're looking for that Manscaped uh, content, head over to manscaped.com, use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, and get 20% off at checkout. Um, big thanks to our amazing Patreon producers, uh, Dave Ernsberg, Antonio Contrario, a Metroid Hunter 101, and Solo Something. If you're looking for all of our Nintendo Dads information about the tweets, the videos, the social media, the Patreon, our merchandise, our shop, all that. Head over to www.nintendodads.org and you get all that information, which is fantastic. We've got one website, one landing page for you as well. And of course, if you're looking for us, you can find us on Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube just by typing in Nintendo Dads. It's really that easy. If you're interested in emailing us about uh, questions, comments, or whatever you want, head over to email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail just like Christian did at 92925NDADS or 92925-63237. Big thanks to OC Remix, which is the music you're hearing to the show. And of course, use your favorite podcast catcher of choice and download the show like on CastBox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or Spotify. For myself, for Jesse, for Andros, be good, take care of one another, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Nintendo Dads. I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is.